I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of shit today. First of all, I want to say, uh, Nashi isn't joining us today. He is back from his trip, but unfortunately he is very sick. He is on his way to a doctor right now, actually. He said he might be able to join later, uh, but who knows if that's going to happen or not. I guess it depends on, on how bad he, he's really feeling, so... Uh, he probably won't be joining us today, unfortunately, but he should be back and uh, good to go next week. Uh, next, I want to thank our lovely patrons, Badriana, Infrax, Hawaiian, Oscultation, Icarian, Jessicar, I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Calhad, Lord Carrot, Mayo Knight, Minari, Oponism, Slytech, and Talus X Septum. Thank you guys so much and everybody else who supports us on Patreon. You guys are fucking awesome. Now let's get into the Calfion Ball, because a lot of shit, a lot of shit got announced. So the first thing that we're going to talk about... Is the new class, which Frosty, why don't you just tell me a brief, a brief, briefly what you think of the new class? All right. So, new class is the Nova. I'm taking this from Chemo's uh, YouTube because apparently he's the only one who put up a trailer. Maybe there's, a, is there an official trailer link now? There probably is somewhere, but I think there is. Yeah. Chemo had this trailer up like literally the, as it was happening. So, he's, he's got some inside info, you know? Uh, anyway, so it's a tower shield class that's apparently being raised from uh, the, de <laughs> the dead <laughs> by a priestess or something. But I don't it, think I don't I don't think it's being raised from the dead. I think it's like she was like she was like she was mummified or like confined. Yeah, she was she was like Han Solo in Star Wars. Would you say that's fair? Sure. No, I think it's more like the nine-tailed fox in Naruto. I use like he was a sealed delay, you know, or like nine tails in Pokemon. Sure. I don't. I feel like I don't watch anime. I feel like this person was mummified. Whatever the case, the Black Spirit was able to bring them back to life. All right, with the help of this woman. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the woman that read the book. So. Yeah, but she was following the little Black Spirit, you know. Yeah, the Black Spirit letter to the book. Right. Which is nice. Like, I wish the Black Spirit would help me get through some quests. But. Anyway, she uses a mace. An extendable, retractable mace. And a tower shield. And uh, she's, she's ice-themed. Which is kind of interesting. So, um, during her big reveal, she pops up. She's got, like, a skeleton on her arm. Like a, a skeleton shoulder pad. She's got a pretty sick looking mace. Spiked mace. Um, and a huge ass shield. And she's got some... Uh, some demons with her. Or phalanx or whatever. That's like Ronaros and something else. I don't know what the ones are with the hammer and the shield. But... Uh, dude, she kind of looks... Like Guardian, but with ice. And like pets. So overall, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited by her animations, except that they're probably very slow, is the only thing. Um, well, they kind of looked a bit slow in the trailer. 
Yeah, they look in the combat slow. trailer. But one of the things that I find kind of interesting about this is outside of Wizard and Witch, I'm trying to think so I don't state this wrong, but there's not really a whole lot of classes outside of Wiz Witch that have defined elements in their pre awakening kit. In their pre awakening? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, you have Musa with wind. Yeah, Musa and Mewa have um, wind, but they don't really like. They don't really like go into the whole wind. Like I don't know, they don't do that. No, much Musa does. Musa does a lot of stuff with wind. They have Rising Storm. They have Gale. They have Cyclone. They actually have quite a bit of like wind-related stuff. No, I know. Mewa, not as much. Mewa, I don't think Mewa has all those skills. But if you if you fight if you fight like a a Mewa or a Musa pre-awakening, like. You're not really going to feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy controls the elements. Whereas this is like ice is like being generated all over the place and shit. Like everything is ice. That's all I mean. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to me because I wonder if it's going to stick with that theme because a lot of the a lot of the awakenings kind of completely change directions. Right. Like Guardian yeah. is like this rock, whatever, in pre-awakening and then it's awakening is magma or lava whatever you want to call it um i mean mystic and striker were just kind of fighting and then they got water and fire so i'm i'm curious if they're going to change the element completely or if it's just going to stick with ice for awakening i hope it's what ice, if, we don't have a lot of you ice. know what if what if you're right actually what if that thing you said earlier was correct and this actually is the awakening like they released the awakening first that would be kind of interesting. <clears throat> it would be interesting. Maybe they did another archer class. You know, they were like, fuck, we can't balance succession worth the shit. Come out with another awakening only class. <laughs> well, it is the first class, I think, since archer that's like a global release, right? Yes, that is correct, yeah. And it's global everywhere. Like, I went and double-checked just to make sure because I, I, the next day I didn't even, like, believe it, but it's like, actually coming on December 22nd to every platform on every server including consoles and if you're not on console they'll give you some Kafra stones <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know what what are your thoughts on the class overall like from just the little bit that we've seen uh as far as looks it's just kind of reskinned guardian uh, even some animations are just literally Guardian animations. I think it wouldn't feel so bad if they spread it out a bit more from Guardian. Like, uh, having it be... Having there be only one class between the two strong, like, melee women classes, you know? It's kind of like, alright, now you're getting a little obsessed with this this archetype that you're going for here. But... I think the animations are pretty cool. I'm excited to see. I'm I'm excited to get my hands on it. Is what I would say. She looks like I don't she get has... hyped for things just because of what they look like, just like you do. I I I, I got to get my hands on it and get a feel for it first. Well, look, she has basically Guardians for F and Warriors for F. I guess the exact same thing. This animation where she like runs to the next pack. She even like it looks like it has the same kind of slow wind up too. I don't know, man. I, I just hope it feels faster than Guardian because Guardian. I mean, some people like the slower 
feel, the slower playstyle, but it... I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I'm a, like, it doesn't really bother me that much, but I don't know. I've never been like... I've never found it as interesting as, as other people do. But, I don't know. Are you worried at all with it being ice-based that it's going to add more slows to the game? I mean, it probably will. I don't know. I just kind of take that as a given at this point that every class they release is going to have some stupid slow to it. Yeah, one of the things that's... Well, it's weird. Like, Maywa doesn't really have anything that... It doesn't really have any freezes. And it has a slow, but it wasn't like a staple of the kit. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to think about. I hope I kind of hope they do. I was saying I know this is super far fetched, but it would be kind of cool if they did a customized like stiffen and stun animation where it's still just stiffen and stun, same rules and everything apply, but they just show it so it looks like you're frozen during those animations would be kind of kind of cool. Won't happen, but it would be kind of cool. So you're you don't care about the class until you actually play it. What do you think of yeah, the, about the the weapon? The the flail, the extendable mace flail. The mail. The mail. Yeah, the mail's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the morning star. The thing is, though, is like, is it? Like, well, it's it's not a morning star because morning star doesn't extendo cuts yeah. like that. Yeah, morning stars don't really extend, right? Yeah, morning star is just a, a type of mace. This is a this is more akin to a flail, but it's a flail that can like retract to become a mace. It's fucking weird. Unless I'm incorrect about the definition of Morning Star, but I'm pretty sure Morning Star is just a specific type of uh, mace. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, what about the shield? Tower shield? I like tower shields. Tower shields are are pretty dope. Um, if we're to assume that this is pre-awakening, which is the safest assumption, <laughs> probably. Uh, do you think they're going to keep the tower shield for awakening? Mm, probably not. See, that kind of sucks. I'd be surprised. Valk's the only awakening class with a shield. Yeah. But even on Valk, like, their shield in awakening is not their shield in pre-awakening. No, it's not, but at least they have it's like, a shield. It's like... Yeah, because like their pre-awakening shield is like a tiny little thing that barely covers their arm, and it's really strange. And then her awakening shield is like fucking huge, fucking huge. Maybe the maybe the tower shield gets tiny. It's the inverse. Yeah, dude, I, I'm I keep thinking about because your your guess is that I I wish I didn't guess bastard sword in our bet. There's no way it's going to be a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I I think it could be a sword, but I don't know. There's no way, but you're I don't know. Like there is a real chance that they kind of go full on with the the book slash undead. Like I don't. What if 
like if her awakening weapon was literally just called Book of the Dead, would actually be kind of sick. Because she has like those skeletons and there's something about undead that's like with her, right? Because it's like mm -hmm. the skulls on her arms and I don't know, the whole eerie nature and it almost seems like she might be kind of a, an evil, like maybe she's a bad hero versus like the other ones that are kind of protagonists. I don't know. Right. And no, then, they could definitely, I mean, that's why I was guessing it, because I was thinking, like, there is, there's two main things that made me think book, like, because I, full disclosure, I saw someone in chat say maybe it's a book, and I started thinking about that, and I was like, that actually could make a lot of sense, because, first of all, the thing that people need to understand about this class is that this class is different from every other class, in that, in, in terms of the lore, which I know people don't give a shit about, but it actually kind of matters here. Yeah. The, the Nova is one person. Every single Nova that every person makes is still just this one person. Your your Nova is not a different person from another person's Nova. Like how two warriors are two different people, that's not the case with Nova. It's the same person. It's the right. same character. It's so that's the first thing you got to keep in mind. Yeah, that, that's something that they very specifically said specific to this class. And then the other thing is that with this being kind of a, like a lore-heavy thing, and like with the tower shield being like the weapon that like the tower shield was what the the spirit I guess you could call it was like confined to right, mm -hmm. and then she she read out of the book and it freed the spirit from the tower shield. My thought is like, well, it would it would make sense if the book was some sort of like you said like some sort of spell book from like her past or something. And like that could be her awakening weapon, just like the shield is her her pre awakening, you know. Yeah, that was kind of the more I was thinking about it, the more I was like, this kind of this kind of would make sense if they went this direction. She, now we're probably both wrong. We're probably both wrong. Someone else uh, presented a theory to me that I thought was kind of interesting that that they're most likely going to still use her shield in awakening because the shield's what gives the Nova her power. Because you notice, like, it's not just that she is confined, but her shield is as well. Like well, the I think shield... she's confined in the shield. Well, but the shield itself is also confined. Like, I don't know, the whole thing well, yeah. seems like, like that is the source of her power. If that makes any sense. So, like, the yeah, that's the main part of her. Versus the actual mace is kind of like, just, I don't know thrown together a little bit but i mean that could still work with your guess though a sword yeah has anyone ever done a shield with a book <laughs> it would make the most sense if i'm if i'm a caster out there and i have a spell book i would love to also be holding a shield you know just in case maybe maybe we'll get really lucky res and it'll be a it'll be a uh like a succession wizard but with a super armor block <laughs> <laughs> maybe though that's what the server really wants we all want suck wizard with a super armor block i find i have a feeling it's gonna be very similar to guardian it's gonna be slow it's gonna be heavy 
Like, it, I have a feeling that's just what they're going to go for. Yeah. So I'm trying to look like... It, it's hard because the animations are kind of fast during this, but all of the mobs are like... Or all of the things that she spawns are video mobs. So there's like... She spawns Ronaros mobs, like two Ronaros. She also spawns like what looks like Gaif and Raja mobs. I'm wondering if that theme will also stay with her for Awakening. Like these mobs that spawn or whatever during some of the animations. Yeah. It's actually kind of a, it's a ton of animations for a pre-awakened kit. Like they got the mob spawning and they have, and there's ice. I don't know, it's kind of interesting because seriously like most of the pre-awakenings are really bland and then they try to show something crazy off with Awakening and then they update the animations with succession. But this one like already has some pretty interesting animations. I mean, they might try and do something like Archer, where it's like, you know how Archer was supposed to be, hey, this is like an Awakening first kit. Maybe this is like an Awakening only kit. Yeah. Also, I don't think this trailer is in remastered. Is it? It doesn't have all the same, like, flare stuff that Remastered normally has. Which I kind of find interesting. They normally, I feel like they show all the stuff off in Remastered these days, but maybe, maybe not. Does this look like Remastered to you? I feel like it's not. It's just, like, high. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have, like, all the sparks and stuff. I don't think things... I, I honestly don't like the game in Remastered because it makes everything too fucking shiny. It literally has no blooming effects like whatsoever that Remastered has. The sky is not bright. Like literally none of the things that you see in Remastered are here. So it's kind of interesting. Or at least I don't see them. Maybe it's just like the... I don't even know. Just look at the shield. Oh, I see how the shield kind of gets shiny when she runs. Maybe it's just like a shitty filter on Remastered. <laughs> how do they get this, the sky to not be like blowing your eyes out? I want this version of Remastered in my game. What the hell? Dude, I, the ice, I wonder, the ice probably looks so bad on lowest optimal. Have you seen it on lowest optimal? No, of course not. How would I? Uh, that's what I was confused about. Well, I said I bet. I bet it looks so bad on lowest optimal. Oh, I didn't hear I bet. I just heard it looks so bad on lowest optimal. I was like, wait, what? Have uh, you played it? <laughs> no, dude, it looks like she has a pole skill, so she's already better than Kuno. She's got, <laughs> there's one skill where she throws ice like really, really far away before she attacks the mobs. I'm trying to find the spot where she does it. Um, where is it? I think it's right here. Maybe. Nope, that's the all. It's earlier on. Just the idea of having something range that you can pull sounds like a dream come true. My poor Kuno did. I'm sick of playing the first person shooter with Kunai's when I'm trying to grind on my Kuno, you know? <laughs> So you are very you're very excited for this class. So are you uh 
Here's the pull. Is this your new class? There it is. That that's a pull ability. Look at this. There it is. Ranged pull. Ice just appears on the ground. And then she runs towards him. Which she, this person's not very good at grinding stars in, because she uses the ranged pull, but then goes over to the mobs that she was trying to pull, but whatever, it's fine. We don't have to judge them. Uh, I am pretty excited about the class, but again, like, I don't like Guardian at all, and I don't really like these slower playstyle classes, and I also don't even like it for the game, because this, it's gonna be like... If, if this class is as slow as it looks in this trailer, which I, I get, like, they don't have, they probably don't have five move speed or five attack speed, and... They probably are not using their attack speed buffs properly, like you would. Um, oh, she does have a freeze. I just noticed that right now. She freezes the oh, skeleton mob right here. Yeah, she freezes this skeleton mob here in this frame on a... I didn't even realize that. It's the only one I see in the whole kit, it looks like. I didn't even know you could freeze those mobs. Oh no no never mind. This is at this is at Witch's Sanctuary, so those ones can be CC'd probably. Um I lost my train of thought because that freeze like threw me off. Yeah, but if she's stuck in enemy, it's it's kinda like this. Like, um one, I, I just don't find it fun. Like I, I think it gets boring really fast when the animations are slow, and two, it's just gonna be a bunch of people complaining that they can't defend themselves and ninjas are OP if it's a slow class. You know? Like the amount of whining mm -hmm. guardians do already, it's there's just gonna be like twice as many guardians whining about getting grabbed by Zerker, there's nothing they could do, getting grabbed by Warrior, you know. And because this class is gonna be slow and probably have a ton of protection, it's also gonna be like Sorks and Suck Lawn and Musa Mewar are gonna have a really hard time fighting them and it's gonna be awful. You know? Yeah, I'm really curious to see if it has three sixty SA on block. I would be kind of surprised if it doesn't, because it would be literally the I, only yeah. shield class that doesn't. I I also expect it to, but still, I'm interested to see for myself. Yeah. That, like, I think it's her 100%, maybe. This, this one where she charges up and does a bunch of ice, but it looks really cool how she has uh, her mace, like, lights up. I don't know. It's it's dude, the class looks really cool. Again, like I'm kind of a I've always in every video game I've always been a sucker for ice abilities, so I'm kinda of excited that there's finally a class that's interesting to me that uses ice. No offense, Maywas. <laughs> but it, it, honestly Maywas. though, it, I like it's it's kinda it's kinda cool. And the two hundred percent looks fucking awesome. That skill looks awesome. It's gonna be sad that it's gonna be unusable. But it, it looks really cool. Uh, Alright, so... What about Succession? She's gonna be faster. The, the Nova Succession? Yes, Suck Guardian. Bro, we, we don't, we don't even have the Awakening yet. Calm down. <laughs> well, they usually come the same day. That's what they did with Guardian and Hash. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, with Guardian, they... Hash stayed the same theme. Guardian, though, has, like, totally new animations. So I wonder what they'll do here. Hmm. Hmm. I 
don't know, man. I kind of hope she uses her shield more to hit people with. I hope there's some shield bash abilities. I hope she just gets two shields and she just smacks them with with both shields, one in each arm. She does helicopters. <laughs> she does like a Garen spin with her shield stuck out and just smacks them. Just bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how long some of these mobs stay. I also wonder if the mobs like actually do damage themselves or if it's just an animation. And if the mobs do do damage, is it going to be pet damage? I assume it would be, but like clones. Oh, three minutes till Vel spawns? Fuck. Forgot. We're late. We started so late, dude. My sleep schedule got so fucked after that Heidel ball. Oh. I need a heart right now, man. I need a belt out so bad. <laughs> I want it. Can you grab someone with two shields on your arms? Yeah, you could put like a little opening hand slot in your shield so you could reach your hand outside of your shield. <laughs> to grab. <laughs> I think that's entirely possible. I don't see why not. <laughs> Dude. You could also, the, the, through that same slot, the, the Nova is also very good at receiving mail. <laughs> and peeking uh, to see who's there. I, I honestly would not be surprised if this was like an archer class. Like if they just straight up were like, you know, hey, this is going to be, this, oh, is, like, this is the whole shebang. No yeah, this is the whole shebang. No succession. Like this is the awakening. I, like, I don't know. I honestly would also not be that surprised if they did that. Um, although I, I do think that they get a lot of negative feedback for that on Archer and Shy, so I don't know. I don't know if they will do that. I feel like they're not inclined to do it, but maybe. I don't know. Um, do you think that it's going to come with any new mechanics? Like, you know how Succession kind of added a few new things like like the ninjutsu stacks on Kuno or the the red sword buff on Meiwa. Do you think there's going to be anything like that? Because I was thinking they could, they, they could do something with the ice, like instead of just like like if you get hit by the ice enough times, like maybe it debuffs you after it gets to like five stacks or something. Like an AP debuff or I don't know, something they could do something interesting like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I I doubt they will, but again, it would not surprise me if they did. Fuck. I don't know. I just no slows. Please, God. I'm really just hoping that the awakening weapon is not a two-handed weapon where she's just spinning. That's like my biggest thing. Big hammer. Like, well, even if it's a big hammer, I can live with the big hammer, but it need because you can like do smash or possibly throwing and stuff like that. But like, if it's just spinning around like lawns, Ford F or Sork 
violation that's or a, garden that, spin. That's its only attack. You hold left click and it just ah ah ah. ah. <laughs> yeah, Zerker spin. Like literally, just all these classes that just spin. Maybe it can be, since it's an extendable, retractable mace, maybe they could have a hammer that like grows depending on the spell you're using. Grows and shrinks. Like when you go to hit someone, it becomes a large hammer like that. Or like the Ice Climbers in Smash Brothers. Or not the Ice, is it the Ice Climbers? What's the other one that also uses a big hammer? The big, the big dude, the bird, the cape. I don't play Smash. <sighs> God damn it. King DD, yeah, King DDD. Like his ah. like giant hammer. That'd be kind of cool. That could be interesting. As long as they don't make it goofy looking. If they go dual wield, it'll be even faster. Two big hammers. <laughs> I mean, hammers are pretty common. Like even like one-handed hammers are pretty common on paladin type classes. So it could be a hammer. I could call it like a uh frozen mallet, you know? Ooh, what if it was a fucking giant hammer that was just ice? Like, made out of ice, the whole thing. That'd be pretty sick. Or she could even do, what if it was literally just like... It, it could, I mean, if they wanted to be creative, they could also just make it so her weapon changes depending on her attack. And it's just literally ice, and it just transforms into whatever it needs to be for that attack. So for some skills it looks like a hammer, for others it looks like an axe, for others it looks like a sword. Just give her frost mourn. That's what kind of sucks is death knights usually have like great swords, but the thunder's kind of already be been stolen by another class. So candy can't go that route, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be a little redundant. I don't know, I can't, I can't picture, I have no idea. I have no idea. I was not expecting, like, Hashishin when I saw, when I saw it, I was not expecting what they did for Awakening at all. So, I'm expecting to be kind of surprised, and that most of us are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> about our guesses. She gets a gun. <laughs> Laser eyes and a gun. Uh, are you at Valrez? No. Oh, dude. That's free nine bill. Almost guaranteed. If you get a Vel, then I'll feel bad. Alright, now I hope I get a Vel. Because you're being irresponsible. <laughs> when am I being responsible? I don't have enough stamina to swim down. This Vel's about to kill me for sure. Whoop. There I go. Yeah, same. I, I hope they don't change the awakening to fire. That would be super lame. I don't want any more fire classes, dude. Like we have that that's the thing that's so surprising is ice is such a common thing in, in MMOs and like games with spells and abilities. And I find it strange that there's only one class that's like based around ice, but there's four based around fire. Striker, Musa, Guardian, and then Wizard. There's like so much fire in this game. Is there more? There might even be more than that. What else uses fire? Um, 
Maybe not. It's too much fire, dude. Too much fire. Too much fire, dude. We need ice. Alright, well. Bell's down. Good luck. It was it because of Reslar that I wasn't getting a heart all these weeks. Probably. Let's be honest. Guard has lightning, though. I mean, none of its skills are actually lightning, so I don't know how you think Guardian has lightning. I mean, it's like Succession... The Succession, succession kind of has lightning kind of effects. Yeah. I mean, but it's not really like a lightning element. There's nothing... I don't even think any of the skills are called anything named after lightning, are they? I don't think so, no. Um... Alright, here I go. There's no countdown this week. We just click and disappoint immediately. At least make me cheer. Tease me. Oh, I cheered. What'd I get? Must be a ring. Oh my fucking god, motherfucker, Reslar. You did not get a I got heart. a fucking heart, baby! Let's go! Reslar was holding me back! <laughs> Fuck you, Reslar! What the hell? <laughs> yes, let's go. Oh, my That's God. That's fucking hilarious. Reslar was holding me back this whole time. Dude, Reslar, you selfish son of a bitch. Oh, you, my see, the problem was, God. Whenever we open it together, we share the same RNG, right? Yeah, we share the, the same shitty fate, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, thank God, dude. I needed that. That boot, that, just a few bill, you know? I had some bad luck with uh, Disto enhancing. Oh my God, dude. Oh. Uh, no, no, that's not Pen Crescent yet. I need like, I still need like five bill. Oh my God, I got a freaking heart, Reslar. Reslar, you should have gone to <laughs> Vel, dude. We were both gonna get one. No, dude, I would have got one and I would have been extra sad. Oh my god, dude, I cannot believe I got it. Dude, I saw the cheer. I couldn't even find it in my inventory. It was my inventory is so fucking gross. I couldn't find it anywhere in there. I was like, dude, I, I don't <laughs> see anything. Where is my item? <laughs> oh my god, dude. I can't. I can't. That's it. Well, thank you guys for coming today. <laughs> I gotta go lay down. Uh okay. Um let's talk about this. So they announced the winter season, which is coming December 22nd. And uh, credit to Paper Patience, who said, like, immediately when they announced that, that that's going to be the release date for the Nova. And, um, dude, that, <laughs> this, is the, this is the first, this is the fastest I feel like we've ever seen a class announcement to release date ever. Because we're getting pre-creation, so the announcement was a day ago. Pre-creation is in two days, or three days. And then we get to play the class next week. And it's global. It's, it's every server on every platform gets to play the class on December 22nd slash 23rd. Um, kind of hype. Yeah. That's kind of a, kind of a cool thing. It's gonna be, uh, 
This is gonna be interesting. I think. I think like I I I mentioned this whenever we were getting the reactions, but I think this is their version of the like the necromancer class. Yeah. Because we've we've talked about this before. You can't do an actual like necromancer in this game. Because, like, with pets and stuff, it just wouldn't work, unfortunately. Um, It'd be way so too I think laggy. this is kind of, yeah, I, I think this is kind of their solution, where it's like, oh, we can do what we did with Striker and make it to where there's, like, there's like shadow summons yeah. that, you know, show up for the animations, basically. Dude, I gotta concentrate on magic. Yeah, no, I agree. I, it's... The I also like the idea that it's camo mobs. It isn't is that in that video, that little teaser video, that's underneath Odalita? Odraxia, or is that underneath somewhere else? Isn't that the library near Odraxia? Where that looks like No, that I believe I feel like they uh, said what it was, but I can't remember. Fjorn's saying it's Odraxia. I don't know. It just looked like a fucking... All I could think about was the mansion that they had just talked about, like, right before that. I was like, I was like, this looks like the mansion. It's supposed to be the Crypt of Resting Thoughts? Oh, Nobody was looking into this, thoughts? so I, I believe... Isn't the Crypt of Resting Thoughts, though, doesn't it have a part that, like... Maybe I'm misremembering. I, I thought it had, like, a tunnel or something that kind of leads to the city. Or close to the city or something, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Either way, it's it's she's like buried underneath a city. So I'm wondering why if it's not if it's like Odalita based, why are the mobs she's spawning from Kama? I wonder what the connection is there. Or maybe yeah. that's just maybe because it only showed a few of the skills, maybe Maybe she's going to spawn more mobs from other places. Like, dude, it would be kind of sick if some of the animations spawned Tauros mobs. That would look really fucking cool. Well, and that's, like... I was actually talking a bit about her on, uh, on stream. I was streaming before the podcast started. And I was saying, like, I wish that her whole thing wasn't about, like, Calfion. I wish it was about Kama. Because that would have been so much cooler. If she was, like, a, uh... If she was from like an ancient civilization before the forest grew in Kama and before the elves settled, and like Kama was like covered in ice, like whenever her people like ruled, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she got sealed, the ice and snow like melted, and then Kama, like the big forest that we know Kama for, like grew, and then the elves started living there. I feel like that would have been really cool. But instead, it's like Calfion for some reason. Kind of weird chant. But then she was sealed in Odalita, I guess. So I don't know. It's very confusing. <laughs> a, is it, her grab is a Tauros mob holding you up while she bashes you in the face with the shield. This <laughs> is a tag team. Dude, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I want to know more about those clone thingies that she's spawning. They're also not really isolated. Yeah. At all. No, they're, they're just... not. They're like shadow demons. Yeah. Um. Also, a little bit odd that Guardian is from the snow and she's like fire, and then Nova. Everyone is keeps not. saying that. I I, don't, I disagree. Why is that not odd? 
Explain it to me. Because she's I because she's supposed to be like the god killer or whatever. So it makes sense for her to be like the fire in the like in the fucking snow region to me. I, apparently, I'm the only one that makes sense because people keep saying that. They keep saying, "Well, th- this should have been from the snow region, not Guardian." But to me, it makes sense that Guardian is all fire. Maybe it's because I'm thinking of the um. What is that? Hold on, let me look up the name. Um, that Santa Claus movie, you know, the really, really old one from like way back in the day, where it Not has really, it has it has the two yeah. it has the ice guy and the fire guy that are like enemies. I forget their names. And the ice guy lives in the snow. He's like from there. Boom, you're detected. It's a really, really old. It's like the clay animation Santa Claus. It's uh, uh, it has like the the god of ice or whatever who's evil until Santa Claus teaches him to be kind. You know, so interesting. I think ties a lot into this lore here in BDO. <laughs> if you really think about it. Well, I, I guess my simple mind is like, maybe I'm thinking I played too much Pokemon growing up, you know? So I'm just like, oh, Articuno lives up in the snow. And... Yeah. Yeah. I like... I the like Heat Miser and Ice like Miser. In- That's what they were. Heat Miser and I Ice like Miser. In- yeah. I like Invidicia's point. He says, why would you want ice in a land of ice? <laughs> well, haven't you ever seen Frozen? You know, she spawns all sorts of ice. She lives in a snowy climate. Why the fuck BDO cares about Santa Claus clay animation? Alright, Fjorn. The fact that you said that in all caps and cussed with Santa Claus in your sentence is strange. I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out there, okay? There's a lot of... There's a lot of like ice themed characters in video games, movies, TV shows, cartoons that are like from snowy lands. I don't remember Knight Rider, Nicolas Cage's Knight Rider living in a fucking snowy mountain. Do you, Reslar? With his skull no. on fire? Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, moving on. Wait, 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 wait. Say that to me one more time. I'm not saying that again. I can't. I legally can't say that again. I've. I'm contracted to only say that once. Did you mean by chance Ghost Rider? Oh yeah. What did I? Oh, I said Knight Rider. I meant Ghost Rider. You said Knight Rider. I meant Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider with the flaming skull, dude. Uh. Dude, Fjorn's actually really upset that I brought up Santa Claus in a clay animation. Pretty sure he punched his second monitor. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, the winter season. Are you excited at all about the winter season? I When they talked about the, the season, they mentioned... I mean, this kind of leads into the Black Star enhancement math, so maybe we could talk about that together, but... They did mention that a lot of new players that start playing the game for the first time feel lost after they um, graduate from seasons. And that they're looking into that and trying to improve that experience and that transition to make it easier for players to jump into the game once season ends. Um, So yeah, I guess two-parter. 
Anything about winter season have you excited? Are you going to make a seasonal character? Is your Nova going to be seasonal? And also, are they going to, but outside of Black Star Mats, are they going to do anything to make the end of season graduation easier for, for new players? Um, I mean, probably. Well, first of all, I don't really care about season, but I do like reroll coupons, so I'm hoping that we'll get uh we'll get those again, personally. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, but they'll probably make it easier because that's just what they do. They just make it easier. Like it's not even you don't even have to relate it to season. They literally just make things easier for new players. That's <laughs> that's just what they do. So. Yeah, I'd fully expect them. I fully expect them to do that. Do you think it's a bad thing? Look, these people are uh, my bells hard already, dude. Assholes. Not really. I don't know. I don't really care. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not one of those boomers that's like make it harder for them because I had it hard. I really don't care one way or the other. If they make it harder or easier, rather, fine. If they leave it the way it is, fine. Yeah. All right. Moving on. I mean, the season the seasons have been good for the game. I think overall. Um, the thing is that's I I always find insane is it it took me over a year to get to soft cap like full tet armor tet weapons and try gold accessories and how like seasonal players get that I don't know in a month. Yeah. Or so, which I think is a good thing because there's still a long road after that. So it's not like they're like completely caught up, but like just having to go through that same long crap when you first start the game, like now that the game is five years old, like doesn't really make sense, you know? Um, I do find it funny that it's like they say like new players are having a hard time, like gearing or knowing how to gear yada 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 but then the little like graphic that they made had like well over half of the player base within like a hundred gear score of each other and i was like i don't know weird champ Would i know you? that's not a one-to-one -one ratio but well, also we... can we talk about that graph for a second yeah, because they me... don't know how graphs work let me see if i could pull it up real quick i think i had it ah fuck where did i have this graph it was point. It was pointed out on Reddit that uh, they don't know how graphs work. Let me see if it's still on Reddit. Let's see if I can find. Yeah, it. here we go. I mean, this this isn't this isn't the best picture of it, but you can see the whole picture, and then he kind of points out the uh, the interesting things about it. Are you looking at which one are you looking at? The class pick rate or the I don't know which graph you're. Oh, did you link it here? Let me see. I linked it. Yeah. No, the gear score graph. They don't know. They don't know how graphs work. Okay. What What's wrong with the graph? I haven't analyzed this graph. <laughs> Look. Okay. So generally speaking, when you have a graph, the 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 bigger the portion of the graph is the the bigger the number is the thing which is not the case with this graph you can see the 4.3 percent is like a third of the whole fucking graph 
for some reason, even though it's only 4.3%, which is kind of strange. Right. Yeah, it's like the, almost like the complete opposite here. It like gets smaller. Yeah. And then you can see, like, it says 24.7% and 27.8%. And those are, like, super tiny. Uh, it's really strange. I mean, I don't think it's they, fine. Uh, the the they information is still it. there. I, I do, dude, now I, I really want to ask someone why it's like that. That's kind of interesting. Why the graph well, is like that? Well, yeah, because their other graph for the... Uh, who plays what classes on these other servers for KR and, and Taiwan are not like that. They're the opposite. They're a normal pie graph. Yeah, couldn't tell you, man. This, you know, COVID's got it rough out here for the interns that are making these things, you know. You Do you guys see anything wrong with this graph? I don't know if you saw this one, Rose. Here, let me send you this. Do you see kind of where we're headed? Does this look okay to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, but we're not gonna nerf Suck Wizard though, because we want to make everyone feel like Suck Wizard. Fuck off. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Dude, a lot more people play Zerker on these two servers. Zerker's busted, man. Well, yeah, what can you say? Also interesting in KR, Ninja's not even like on the graph, but in Taiwan, it's it's the fourth biggest. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's our graph portion of the segment. Our our graph portion. Answer graph portion. Uh, let's talk. Let's try to talk about these main server and server wars. So I'm I'm going to read this just for myself as a refresher because it was kind of a lot, and I think the way it was translated was somewhat confusing. But the, these are the bullet points that that BD Foundry put up, and uh, I'm just going to read through them, and then we'll we'll kind of address the whole idea. Um. Main server system and server wars. A main server system is being introduced for guilds. All guilds will now designate one server and gain benefits when playing in that specific server. So far, like th these two ideas so far, I like a lot. I like the idea of a home server. And I, I believe you said you do too. Um, they said, as an example of one of the benefits you gain is that you can freely move between the different number channels under the same name without a cooldown. Uh, Invasion Week and Server Wars are planned to add more content that ties in with the new main server system. And here's an example of one. Invasion Week will be held every one to two months. During this period, you'll be able to obtain attack and defense buffs and better benefits. However, your guild will become hostile with all guilds from other main servers and can freely invade other servers in open PvP battles. The details are still in development, but the idea is the main goal will be to steal the other server's relic, and if successful, your server will gain additional benefits. And then... Once Invasion Week is over, each server will be placed into Calpheon or Valencia territory. Looks like they're bringing territory wars back. The hopes that it will be somewhat evenly split. Guilds belonging to each territory will then take part in a grand battle to invade or defend 
from opposing server guilds. Guild campsites and tactical elephants will be added to serve as a frontline headquarters in these battles and add more strategic elements. Developers are hoping that this content will open uh, will be more open to all guilds despite their size and strength. The aim will be that guilds from the same territory will work together and protect each other. Certain restrictions will be added to this content to ensure adventurers who do not enjoy PvP are not affected. More PvE and life skill content will also be added um, that will affect the server war and create competition within the territories. So your, your thoughts on this whole entire uh, new system? That they want to add. Um, so I kind of like the home system, the home channel thing. That's pretty cool. Um, I know people don't really do it anymore. That people used to have home channels back in the day and like really heavily abide by them. So it would be like, I remember like in Oblivion at, on our home channel, it was like if you started a fight with a different guild on a different channel, like that wasn't our home channel then it was like, we're not going to go help you because you're not on the home channel sort of thing. Like, we're only going to defend if it's on our home channel. Like, you're basically, you're stepping on their turf. That's your problem, not the guild's problem sort of thing. So I think that's pretty cool that yeah. they're kind of, like, going in that direction. Um, I don't know. I think the no cooldown, if you swap between servers on the same server system, that's a pretty cool thing to do. It'll help, like, you know, deal with, like, finding a spot and shit faster. Yeah. What do you think? Um, what do you think some of... So they mentioned, like, AP or, like, strength buffs. What What do you think the buffs should be? Like, let's say if... um. So it says, as an example, one of the benefits for playing on your main server, you can move between channels without a cooldown. And then during Invasion Week, you'll get other buffs. But do you think that that should be the only thing? Or do you think there should be, like, a... Uh, drop rate or exp or skill exp or something like that kind of buff when you're on your home server to incentivize oh, i'm it. sure i'm sure they will they'll they'll probably do like a fucking like a drop rate buff my lights just flickered hey by the way there's a huge storm at my house so if i just randomly stop talking uh power probably went out um yeah uh it should it'll probably i expect it i would be surprised if it wasn't like some sort of like drop buff or something like that. I'm sure it will be. Probably gonna be like a drop rate buff, and you know, for like life skillers and and grinders and shit. A permanent GM blessing. So that I mean, a GM blessing wouldn't be that bad if, like, while you're on the channel, you get the benefits of a GM blessing. Maybe it'd be a little bit overpowered with the life exp. Maybe I don't know, but it'd be kind of interesting. It would also one of the things I'm excited about with this whole invasion week and like every server cluster is going to have a number of guilds that are like a part of that server is it'll form alliances like by accident. Like, you know how, like when we were back in hex, like, and we would change, I don't know. We probably changed our home server every like six months or so. But do you remember? It was like literally just a totally different community. Every time you swapped, like you knew all the yeah. guilds on your server and you had enemy guilds on that server and ally guilds on that server that you saw all the time. And then when you swap, it's like, oh, these are like all different people that we see all the time now. So I'm wondering if instead of enemy guilds on those servers, it's going to be mostly friendly. It's the only thing I, it's going to be weird is like, there's going to be some infighting because if you can, well, I guess without like, there's less reason to fight if you can channel swap freely. Because you can yeah. just look for a spot. The thing that makes it so frustrating when a spot is taken on multiple channels is that you have to wait so long. 
So I don't know. It's kind of, dude, the whole thing. I mean, overall, it sounds freaking awesome. I, I feel like it's somehow exploitable, but it sounds awesome. Um, what about the invasion? <laughs> yeah. What What about the invasion week stuff? Like, um, one to two, one every one to two months during a period, you'll be able to obtain attack and defense buffs and better benefits, and your guild will become hostile with all other guilds from other main servers, so you can freely invade other servers and open PvP battles. Basically, you're going to be decked against everyone when you're on their server. Um, yeah. And there's going to be some objectives, it looks like. You'll be able to steal the other server's relic, which I don't know exactly what that means, and then gain additional benefits. This sounds like, like, micro-faction wars. Yeah, all I know is guild PR and guild politics just got way more important if you care about, like, keeping your buff. That's all I'm going to say. Because, like, if you are in a guild that everyone fucking hates, then probably... A, you're going to have people ganging up on you, and B, you're probably not going to have people, like, coming to defend your server with you, because they're going to be like, I don't want to team up with that guy. Like, that guy fucking has, like, a million people against him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be rough. If you're, like, if you're a strong guild, it's going to be kind of in your best interest a little bit to be, like, not an asshole. Yeah. Potentially. Because I'm assuming, unless it's like, unless the Invasion Week thing is like, hey, you're on camera, your your war is against the Balanos channels. I'm assuming it's not like that, and that you can just pick whatever fucking server you want to go to right. and try and like fight on. Which means that you can be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, this is to pick on an old guild that people used to hate. This is Baka's home channel. Like, me and my, you know, five friends that are in all these other guilds, we're gonna get our guilds to go, like, fuck this one channel up just to fuck that guild out of their buff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder so much how that's all gonna work, because, um, like, the relic thing, can I just randomly be like, like, my GM, like, everyone's kind of asleep, it's late at night, it's like 5am, and me and 10 friends, like, go to another server, server hop, and kill whatever you have to kill. I don't know what the objective will be, but then, like, your GM wakes up in the morning like, hey, GM, got the server relic <laughs> while you were asleep. We now have benefits. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if it's going to be, like, a capture the flag thing, or, like, what's it going to be like? Yeah, because I'm wondering if it's... It, can anyone just go start participating at any time, or is it going to be, like, an organized... Like, your guild has to kind of organize and get you to all go at once. That's that's what I'm kind of curious about. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It could be fun. I mean, I guess I guess that's right. kind of why. I guess that's another reason why they they removed the cooldown on your same like server system, so that like if somebody comes to fuck you up on Invasion Week and you just like don't want to deal with it, yeah, you can just leave. like swap channels and they can't for they still have a 15 minute cooldown, but you have a zero minute cooldown. You know, right. So you can just bounce around and they're like, you know, oh, fuck, gotta wait if they want to like chase you or whatever. Um, it's like the closest thing to an honor system this game has offered. And I'm not really a fan of factions generally in games because one, they're wildly imbalanced all the time. There's generally like one super powerful faction that everyone tries to go to and, and then it's full and you're just kind of, the people don't really want to be in the other faction so they don't really participate and stuff. Um, two, it also separates like your friends. Like you can't really like freely swap servers a lot of the times because of restrictions. 
Um, yeah. So I kind of like that it's like mini factions. I just hope that there's legit incentive to try to do it. That people are like, oh no, these buffs are good. Like, let's get together. We want these buffs. You know, th that's all I'm hoping for. Um, It'll be interesting. I wonder if it's going to be like a... Um, with the whole stealing the relic thing or whatever. I wonder if it's going to be like capture the flag or something. Or it's like there's two locations. If you have it in one location, then, you know, the, the server that you are stealing it from or you're defending keeps it. And then if it's in another location, then it's the, the guild... The person, I guess, whoever stole the relic, his guild's server gets, like, a bonus, you know? Yeah. Um. Uh. So, the bounty and sheriff system, which you said, and I think Raid said, have to do with the server cluster thing. I'm not too sure, but either I way... I could have sworn that's what they said. Regardless of, of that, whether it's, like, tied to that or not, it's... you're. If someone is griefing you in your spot, you're going to be able to, to call someone else, hire them, <laughs> deputize them to protect you, I guess. I don't know. They didn't mention any rewards or anything. They just call it a sheriff slash bounty system to kind of help weak players defend themselves or their grind spots or something. So I assume there's going to be incentive. Otherwise, I don't know why anyone would ever come help. My question with this whole thing is... Is this the solution to karma bombing? I hope you... <laughs> like, can you Probably. call a sheriff on a guildless player? Oh, dude, if you can, that'd be so nice. Also, I, would, I, hope, I hope you can deputize yourself. Like, if I... So I'm assuming the whole thing about the sheriff is that they, like, maybe not take no karma loss, but, like, reduced karma loss. So it's like, I'm, I'm wondering if the sheriff is the, the, the fix to karma bombing. I don't know. Right. I'm just trying to think. I mean, it potentially could be, right? Um, I don't know, though. It, it potentially could also, be. Also... Also, how many sheriffs can you hire? Because like, if Divius walks into your spot, I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think one sheriff's gonna be able to remove him. <laughs> yeah, looking for an entire squad. It's like I'm, I'm gonna need Choice, Zethian, <laughs> like just like all the like super geared people. Dude, if it's not tied to guild or bounty or anything, it would be kind of interesting if you could hire a sheriff to kill your own that sheriff's own guild. Like, if I'm being griefed by a snake member, if I could hire Masilas to come defend me, even though he's also in snake. Can I just, can I just, like, when you're streaming, can I just hire a sheriff to go murder you? I think, see, that's the thing, though, is because it, do, it did seem related to dying. I, I think you have to kill the player. Hmm. So if you could come kill so me, wait, wait, or if wait you can come attack me, and then I kill you, then you can hire a sheriff on me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And wait until you're on our show with your, with your flag up, and you, then I go walk into the pack. Well, you could call a sheriff and claim self-defense. It's perfect. It's very American, actually. <laughs> it's very American. It is. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to do something real quick. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for the idea of being hired or hiring people, but 
uh, if there's not rewards there. Like, remember, if someone is grinding, if I'm grinding and I have a loot scroll going, granted, we'll be able to stop and halt our loot scrolls any time, but if I want money and I'm grinding, like, I need, I can't, I can't be bothered to go help someone if the incentive is not at least remotely close to what my loot scroll is earning me, you know? That's one of the things I'm kind of concerned with is like, at first it'll be cool and people are like, yeah, PVP, but then after a while it's like, well, this is not really efficient for me to come be a sheriff, so I'm just going to keep rejecting all these sheriff quests, you know? <laughs> true, Bear, true. I don't know. I, yeah. Bear, did you see? I got, I got a Vel's heart, dude. I got a magic. It happened. It finally happened. I'm a god. Yeah, I did. I'm... I'm closer. I'm closer to my goal! Um... So, I wanna, I wanna wait for Rezlar to get back, but there's a, uh, a ranked 10v10 that they mentioned. And Rezlar's upset about it. And I, I really want his take on why he's upset about it. Um... Also, the thing with the sheriff, like, I, I'm pretty sure they mention a bounty sheriff system for people uh, weaker in PvP and need help. The idea is still in development, but the system would be call sheriff, ask for help from the strongest adventurers. Like, I, I'm wondering what the prerequisites are going to be for calling a sheriff. Because if you can just call a sheriff just to grief people, it will probably be a problem. But if it's like, hey, Laserface came into my grind spot, killed me, and then took off all his gear, and I can hire a sheriff that can't lose karma and can just farm Laserface all day, it'd be that's kind of a cool thing, you know? Why are you? Why do you hate Laserface so much? You know? What's up with that? He's six. I thought you guys were buds. He's basically six hundred and eighty gear score, and he takes his gear off. Think about that. <laughs> like he karma bombs people by taking his gear off at six hundred and eighty gear score. This is crazy. Just think about that, dude. Um, yeah, so I was I was holding off talking about the 10v10 thing for you to get back because uh, you were you seemed pretty upset about it. Um, let me just read what they say. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Well, let me well, yeah, let me read the bullet point. Let me read the yeah, bullet yeah, yeah, points, yeah, yeah. and then and then you get into why this is the reason Cacao is being fired. All right, hold on. <laughs> Alright, 10v10 crews. 10-person teams, 3 in reserve. New areas are being developed to create competitive PvP content between crews. The uh, developers have a range of options such as capture the flag or a BDO mini siege war. They haven't confirmed what they want to do. These were just some ideas. And they said a ranked system will be added for a Champions League and potentially some global tournaments for these 10v10s. So, wh what is your, your big gripe with the 10v10s? Why do you hate all these have, fun, awesome things? I don't have a gripe <laughs> with the 10v10s. It's I'm just confused as to why... Similarly to why, how I'm confused at why they refused to nerf Succession Wizard, I'm similarly confused as to why they refused to give us a ranked 1v1 and 2v2 ladder. Like, it, it's just confusing. It's like, hey, we would really like a ranked 1v1, 2v2 ladder. 10v10? Yeah, and it's like it's not that 10v10 isn't cool, but it's just it's not what we've been asking for. 
It's like, sure, it might be cool, it might be fun, it all depends on how they implement it, but, like, people have been asking for ranked 1v1 and 2v2 literally since launch, and then they finally do some form of, like, ranked team play, and they're like, 10v10. That's what the people want, 10v10. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody said it, dude. They don't have the technology. They don't have the technology. Um, I don't know, it's just weird. And again, I'm not saying that 10v10 is bad. Like, it'll probably be pretty fun. But, like, it's just weird. It's just weird how they, like, they, like, selectively listen to what players say. It's, it's really strange. Confusion saying ranked 1v1 ladders just wouldn't work. Like, I, I just disagree with that. I mean, you can, uh, yeah, you can complain about balance and you can say that the game's not balanced, so it wouldn't be fair. But at the end of the day, like, you're still going to have people that are like, That's that, that, win, weird... that win against uh, bad matchups, that win against people with more gear, however they do it, whether it's equalized or not equalized. Like, there's going to be good players that overcome obstacles that they shouldn't be winning against. And that's one of the things that's really cool about a ladder, right? Like when you queue up for something, if let, let's say, um, let's just say Ninja's supposed to win in everything, right? If I'm, if I'm a, a class, like a guardian or something, I go, I queue up for rank and I get a Ninja. Like the fact, if I beat that Ninja, like now I get to record that brag about it. Like that's forever. Like that's a really cool feeling, you know? And it also it's one of those things too, is like if there's rank 1v1, and it's like the a balance issue is a major, major problem. Like it will show itself on a ladder, which I, I don't think is a bad thing. So here's I, the I thing that's always confused me about the whole like the game's not balanced around one v ones, so one v one ladder doesn't make sense. Today I learned that this game is perfectly balanced around large scale. Yeah, that's the thing. Dude. Like large scale isn't balanced, so we should cancel Node Wars. We should cancel RBF because it's not balanced around large scale. What? Huh? What? This game is not balanced and it never will be. Like, that is not a valid argument as to why you shouldn't have a form of content. It's really strange. Yeah, every, every game I've ever played has had meta classes that are like the top of the ladder and everyone rolls to them and like, that's just, I don't know, any ranked ladders have always like had that. So I, I'm not, I don't really mind so much about that. I still, I still want to be able to just go into queue up and fight against people and get some rewards for participating in 1v1s. I and think, the thing is, is like, like you were saying, like imbalance helps create like legends too, right? Because you'll have like a witch, an awakened witch, you know, oh, awakened witch, so bad at 1v1s. But then there's an awakened witch in like the top 10 1v1ers in NA. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, that dude's like insane. You right. know what I'm saying? It mm -hmm. like it like it creates like legends, you know? You remember know. you remember in the BSL King of the Hill when and this was I, I know it sounds weird to say, but it was when like people really weren't feeling that good about Striker and CPCP just ran through all the ninjas and kunos and sorks and everybody. Like he just yeah. literally went through the entire other team of great players and it was just like, dude, that was like that shit was hype. It made you want to go see, like, wait, what happened? This guy's crazy. Like, stuff like that is really fucking cool. Like, I love that. Um, there was the, I think it was on EU, the EU wizard. That random awakened wizard that ran through four people. He went through, like, a ninja. He went through a sork. He went through a warrior. Like, he just was farming everybody. And people were like, what the hell is happening? Like, stuff like that can't happen if you're just like, nah, it wouldn't be fair, so we're not going to have it. I don't know. Yeah, and 
even if let's just say whatever they're afraid of what the balance issues that it would reveal can we at least have 3v3 like 3v3 would at least be super fun if nothing else right like there's so many different team comps that you can go in with to try to overcome things that you think are imbalanced that like there wouldn't really be one perfect team you know so I, I just they just I, I feel like really I feel like the thing is is like they already have the framework for this too. That's the weird thing about it. They already have the framework of it with team battle. Yeah, team battle and BDO Mobile has it too. That's I think one thing that's always tilted everyone is like BDO Mobile has always had ranked arenas. They just need to discuss with that team. You know? Like, hey, what'd you guys do? Yeah, I don't know. Those people have to fight like, with their thumbs. Think about that. And again, because I know, I I know there's gonna be like just a slew of comments probably. Just Rizlor just always has to complain about everything. Like ten v ten is cool. It's just I'm saying it's weird that their first thought when it comes to making a competitive like ranked ladder for PvP is they're like ten v tens, obviously, not well, the one v ones or two v twos that people have been asking for for years. Maybe, it's really strange. Maybe this is why. Maybe they didn't want to release a ranked game mode where PA isn't the primary, the primary like importance. <laughs> Basically, yeah, with ten v ten, you, think, 10, that, you, you think, think that might be it. Well, you can PA exactly ten people, you know. And if you have enough wizards and witch, and you're ten v ten, you can have PA up for a lot of your fights. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe they look at their graph like, well, yeah, but you guys all play Wiz Witch, so we got to do group stuff only. Who knows, man? Who knows? All right. As far as the anyway. PvP stuff, they also like briefly touched on that the Node War stuff that's in Global Apps is still coming, and they're working on that. Um, there wasn't really any new information about that. They still said they were going to release visual aids and or video so that way we understand it better so the second mm -hmm. that happens we will let you guys know and share it with you guys um, still hasn't been released still waiting on that <laughs> yeah because I, I mean there's still a lot of questions with that like my my biggest question is is it f like are you actually going to be defending two forts in one node war or two or more forts because if you are i actually think that that would be really really cool if you are and i i hope that's the case but i don't know it's kind of hard to tell I was talking with Victor's about, Vic, I think it was Victor's. Victor's had the ideas like, well, you could just go on Global Labs, like even though they don't place or they don't fight on Global Labs, like no one does Node War, you could just go like as a guild leader place on one day, then go back the next day, place another fort, and then see, like just have a friend go on a different day, placing on the same territory and see if they can attack both forts. I don't know if the whole thing is implemented on Global Labs or not, but... Supposedly is. So we'll think. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just so many questions. We they right. they need to come out with the thing. What are your so thoughts on actually... Infusion says it's not the class balance, it's the imbalance of gear. I, I still think that that's a thing that is kind of an an aspect that would be fun to try to overcome. Here here's the thing is when I remember, like, this would happen with a lot of people. Like, I, there was a Mewa, I cannot remember their name, but literally, like, they were, like, 220 AP, and 
and they used to kill all these people that were like 620 gear score back when that was like what 650 is now or 660 is now and like that was bragging rights like the same thing is like i i don't know i, I don't think it's um I don't even if it wasn't gear matched and it was like you could use full gear I really don't think it's that big of a deal because you can still try to overcome these people with more gear you know and they can also just do it really wouldn't be that hard to do sort of like weight classes like between 600 and 650 gear score would be one of the ladders and between 650 and above is another you know it, it really yeah. wouldn't be that that big a deal it, it's kind of insane because like you can get to the gear where like you can kill people like you can if you just want to focus on ap you can yeah you'll die quick but it's not like impossible to get to a point where you can kill people and if you can use everything in in a fight you can z buff or e buff or whatever i don't know i i just don't think that that's a i even with like a gear gap i don't think that that's reason enough to not have a ladder like it's it's just another reason to incentivize people to to get gear. If anything, it would make them more money cuz like if you want to be at the top of the ladder and it requires you having some gear, then they start selling artisans and costumes again, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a segment of the community that's like only PVP oriented and they don't really care about their gear, and they'd be way more incentivized to get gear if it meant that it's going to help them on the ladder. And right now like those people like don't care. I also feel like it wouldn't be very hard to do, uh, like trial ladder, like have a regular ladder and then a trial ladder. Yeah. Even yeah. though I mean trials are ass, but I mean. Yeah, that precision would be rough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving on. All right, so they announced the new region. Um, again, because <laughs> they kind of already said. There is a new region in the works, but um, it has a name now, the Mountain of Eternal Winter. They showed off two different mob types and basically said that the region's not coming for at least a year. So one of the mob types were like these Yeti looking things with horns. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one was like pill bugs. They described them as pill bugs that you would see when you were a kid. These are their words. Except they act like ants. <laughs> Which is so weird. Legitimate question. What the fuck is a, peel a pill bug? A pill bug is what a lot of kids call roly polies. Oh, it's a roly poly. Yeah, okay, roly, yeah. roly polies. Yeah, it's a pill bug. And they roll up, you know. A little shell, dude. Little armadillo bugs. Uh, yeah, but the, I don't know, the grind spot seemed, seemed kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, they had some mechanics, I don't remember fully, let me see if, if this has like a better explanation of the mechanics. So, new region's in development for quite some time, it's a never-ending winter and home with the Guardian class, the region is susceptible to sudden snowfall and players will need to light a fire or seek shelter if they don't want to risk a frigid death to hypothermia. So this sounds like there's going to be a new debuff that's separate from what you get right now in the desert. This is going to be a more like intense debuff where you actually have to light a fire, which I, I actually, I kind of like. 
I mean, maybe a year into it, it'll get annoying. But at first, it's kind of cool. The thing is, as long as the Oasis is out, we don't have debuffs anyway, so. Yeah. Um, but it also says Guardian class will be immune to hyperthermia in this region, and Shy can use their buffs to, pre uh, to protect their allies along their travels. I also have a feeling... Um, yeah, we have hypothermia already, but this one's a little bit different. Incoming new ghillie suit, by the way. Like, currently you don't have to, you can't even light a fire or seek shelter, so this is definitely going to be a new debuff. They called it hypothermia, but it's, it's most likely going to be something different. Um, I also think you're probably not going to be able to ride your horse at full speed here, and I wonder if the map is going to be available or not. I'm telling you, incoming, incoming ghillie suit. I already see it. Snow ghillie suit. Ooh, a snow ghillie? I'm, I'm in. Down for a snow ghillie. Although they never gave us a water ghillie for Sakraya. <laughs> I mean, you kind of could just dye your ghillie white. Um, okay, so the grind zones. The new zone, one of them was called <clears throat> Oak Jinsini and resides on the Golden Mountain. In this area, you may face snow trolls slash yetis. The second new zone is uh, Murawak Labyrinth. Uh, and in this area, you can find monsters that have similar behavior to ants. In these ant holes, you can activate the queen's nest, fight against the queen, whilst her Marowaks flood into her aid. The fight is, a, is described as chaotic, and defeating the queen will reward you with better loot. Um... A golden dragon also lays in slumber at the mountain of eternal winter. Uh, probably a future world boss, as they point out here. The new zone is planned to be released in winter 2021, which, again, is confusing wording, but probably not until the end of next year. Uh, thoughts on the new area? Um, I don't know. Kind of, kind of need to see. Kind of need to see more of it. I mean, they only showed like what three screenshots. Yeah, they four showed screenshots. Pictures of one of the new mobs, and that was it. <laughs> That's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of whatever. See, that's an interesting thing. Infonaut says Yetis are 1v1 mobs. It did say it kind of alluded to something like that, where it said like. You have to like brawl the yetis in like a, a a solo bout or something along those lines. I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it was like it kind of implied that there's gonna be like some special thing you had to do. Yeah. Uh, like bring a shy with you. Bring a shy with you. I well, how are you gonna one. get there, dude? You're gonna die. You're gonna freeze to death. You gotta buy the snow ghillie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that, dude. Uh, yeah, they didn't show... They didn't even show a teaser of what this major city will look like. They didn't show a teaser of any of the towns. They didn't show the mountain. They didn't show anything. So, we have no idea. Um, but, snow in this game looks pretty cool when during the winter time, so I assume it'll look pretty cool. Uh, probably. unicorn. I, it's probably going to be a really pretty area. I'm putting. I'm. You can quote me on this and be mad at me later for this, but I'm pretty sure 
when this is officially out, Unicorn will be able to run full speed in the snow. And the other horses will not. You'll probably Wouldn't have to use me. a camel or a bear or an elephant or something weird. Maybe there will be Ooh, a bear. Ooh, a bear mount. would be cool. A bear would be kind of sick. <laughs> Why not Doom? Because Doom's fire will be put out immediately. He's like Charmander, dude. When his flame goes out, he dies. Oh, no. I know. Isn't that so sad? Charmander is so cute. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, let's see. All right. New co-op. Well, hold on. There was a, uh, I, I, since we're talking about the new region, they did tease like a newer region, like way down the road. So I guess we just touch on that real quick while we're talking about new regions. They talked about Land of the Dawn. Um, which will be an expansion of Port Rat. And the way they described this, at least this is how I understood it. That, because they called it a new continent. They said that right now we're all on one continent and then this will be a new continent with more uh, like Asia, traditional like Asian themes. Um, it sounds like it's going to be like a massive entire new just land. Mm -hmm. more so than just like hey here's a new grind spot like an Odalita expansion like it sounds like their aspirations for this is going to be like basically doubling the size of BDO or at least like a massive expansion on the map is that how you took it Reslar or what were your thoughts on the, how they described the land of the dawn very vague <laughs> true they were very vague. Like everything they say in these fucking conferences. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Because we kind of talked about that before the before the Calfion thing, right? We talked about it, I think, last week or the week before. We talked about expanding from Port Rat or, you know, like, where do you go from here sort of thing. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they, what they decide to do ultimately. You know, it's kind of wild about this is they showed more screenshots of this new region that's not even out yet than they did of the snow region even though this one's <laughs> two years away they showed like five or six screenshots of like what it would look like and some buildings and stuff and then i mean i don't know if they're just rehash screenshots from stuff they've had for a long time but they haven't shown anything about the mountain of winter but they actually showed some of the land of dawn um it's the home of the musa and the mewa Musa, Mewa, and Lon. Um, the region will be north of the map, expanding Port Rat with an Asian culture influence and theme, and the continent is in early development. Estimated release date is within the next two years. So that, that's a, it's a long, 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 long way off. So Tamer's from somewhere else? I don't know where Tamer's from. I'm sure someone knows, but I actually don't remember where Tamer is from. Hmm. If I had to guess, Tamer's from that little castle area just north of Heidel where all the guards are. Mmm, that would make sense. Yeah. That little castle area is so random. Heidel Castle Siege win. <laughs> uh, I think it's just there for war purposes. Okay. Um, Co-op dungeon. They used the word dungeon. Now, they said it was not going to be instanced and that you will be able to run into other adventures down there, but they used the word dungeon. Uh, Pearl Abyss 
uh, noted that instance dungeons and more co-op content are, are the most frequently requested content since the start of BDO. A new co-op or a new dungeon for co-op has been developed, but there will not be any dungeon exclusive rewards because they don't want it to feel compulsory, which I appreciate. Um, the dungeon will not be instanced. It will be open world. To enter the dungeon, you must go through a secret room in the ancient stone chamber. Dungeon will be large. Some areas may require three to five players. It is also designed for long sessions and strategic play, which may involve solving puzzles and more dungeon-like content in a way that fits BDO. Solo grind spots will still be developed going forward. Like, So they don't want you to feel like all they're going to do going forward is dungeons. They're still making solo grind spots. Um, again, very vague, but I do like, I like their caveats that they want this to be a place where you feel like you can go and make money, but they don't want you to feel like you have to go here to make the most money, which is what my one of my issues is with a lot of other games where I feel like I have to sit there and wait for my friends to get on to go do a raid that's super important, or I have to queue up and wait for a healer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but a dungeon... I mean, I, you've mentioned you want dungeons, so at least it's in their minds. Are you uh, feeling negative about this as usual? Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, personally, I don't really care about dungeons. I've just never understood why they don't have them. Like, that's always been weird to me, because I know, like, dungeons is something that a lot of people do like. I, I personally couldn't care one way or the other. The only thing I don't get is why isn't it instanced? What's the reasoning behind that? It just seems weird to me. It seems like it's going to be privy to griefing. PvP. Yeah, I, I, I think that they kind of want the PvP aspect in there. To be honest. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. There's obviously there's griefing in this game, but if you really think about the how open world it is and how easy it is to grief someone, the amount of griefing that's done, I feel like is is not that over the top, except for when guilds kind of go too far and just are hunting a single person, which eventually that person will be able to hire a sheriff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I think it'll be all right, especially if you're down there with three or. Four three to five people it might not be that huge of an issue dealing with you know people that are trying to pvp you most people just want to make their money and get out um so i don't know hopefully it's good though hopefully the rewards are good hopefully the puzzles and stuff i i i want them i hope that they understand that people don't want to be waiting around for shit like the waves of mobs at Altar of Blood are just way too slow, way too long. The very, very predictable like mob set and strategy that's in um, Savage Rift and Altar of Blood is, is not fun. It has no replayability. Like If you set up groups of mobs and pack some mobs with different difficulties and puzzles to get to each area and the puzzles can actually change and it's not the identical puzzle every time, like stuff like that, I think people will play it a lot, but if it's a lot of wait time and it feels really repetitive, people probably won't do it that much. And it'll be dead content. I don't know, the style of mobs, like you could do, 
like a simple dungeon in this game and it'd be pretty all right that just felt like you're basically like grinding mobs through a cave until you get to three different bosses or something as long as the boss fight isn't complete ass i think people would be pretty into it especially if you have to work with other people um i don't know they could do stuff like i don't know there, there's some stuff that they could do we'll see i i'm not feeling super hopeful about this being amazing but there's there's a a chance uh, albeit a low one but a chance Yeah, I mean, basically, we just have to wait and see what they implement. Like usual, it's all about the implementation, right? Yeah, I mean, they could do something as simple as, let's say if you're fighting, like, a, a dragon or, or a scorpion. They could do something as simple as, like... Because, you know, eventually, all these places, people get enough gear that they just go by themselves or with two people. But they could have something mm -hmm. where two people are, are imprisoned and one person has to go like cut off the tail to free the other two to continue the boss fight like stuff like that where you kind of have to work together i think would be really well, cool they kind of already did that with the the basilisk thing right <laughs> yeah but that was so like that was not fun to anybody no one thought that that was fun i hope they don't think anyone thought that those were fun but yes they did do that and you're right on a technical level they definitely did that you had to work together but it was really Poorly implemented. Like, you should have been able to fight the Bassies and then separate to go get the statue, not just be standing next to the statue and watching your friend fight. Yeah, it could have been a bit better. Could have been a little better. Uh, Terror of the Sea. So this is the one, this to me is one of the most interesting announcements. So Terror of the Sea is a hardcore grind spot. Monsters will become more difficult depending on how many monsters you've killed. Which reminds me of like something like a tower climb in games or greater rifts in Diablo. Some ideas for this area are that monsters will hit harder, random bombardments will appear, or elite monsters will suddenly appear. You can leave the grind zone with whatever loot you pick up, but if you die, you will only be able to keep half of the loot you obtained. There are plans to add two a week, uh, a two-week or one-month time restriction on re-entering the grind zone if you are killed or left voluntarily. That shit sounds kind of hype. Like I like the idea of you go through it, it gets harder and harder and harder, and you have to decide like. Are you at the point where now it's too hard and you're going to die? Or it's worth going on? Like losing half your shit? Doesn't mention if you can log out in that spot. It kind of sounds like you can. Unless you leave. But either way, I don't know. It, it might be like... I don't know if you'd want to log out in that spot. Maybe not, but... I don't know. Yeah. I definitely think like it's kind of... This is a concept that a lot of other games kind of have, right? They kind of, like, decide when you, like, stop whenever it gets too difficult and you get rewards, but if you lose, you lose the rewards. I feel like it's usually done pretty well. It's a pretty simple thing to do, and it's usually, like, really fun. So, I'm down for it, honestly. I, I hope that it starts, like, really... I hope they don't set the, the entry too high, honestly. I hope it starts like super fucking easy and then it gets like really hard from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just hope that. Yes. I just hope that the easy parts, you can literally blow through it if you've done it before and not have to sit there and wait for spawns like Ultra Blood. 
again that's kind of like my big thing well this sounds like it this doesn't sound like a wave thing this sounds more like a uh i don't know at least it didn't sound like a wave thing to me i don't know maybe it did to you dude they could do it but... really simple too it could literally be like a cave that's just a circle and you go through the rotation and every time you clear the rotation like it gets harder and harder and harder yeah yeah that, it would be really simple to do, and I think a lot better, like, for how this game is designed, that would be more fun than sitting there waiting for waves to come out. Yeah, the waiting needs to be cut down, for sure. Especially, which, like, I don't think... I feel like with Alter of Blood, there kind of has to be a period where you wait a little bit. But, like, I don't think there needs to be one in this. Like, no. you can find ways to not have it be, like, you waiting. So, yeah, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't do that. See, the this and the co-op dungeon, they did not mention... These don't sound like they're tied to regions. So these might be release independent. Like, leading up to the region release which I, I hope they do because just waiting for new content for a whole year is going to be kind of rough for people yeah a year's a long time like Odalita came out a couple months ago now and it's was it a couple months ago like two months ago yeah. I think so so it's kind of I don't know years a long time um alright moving on I'm dude tower, tower I'm hyped for towers though I, li I like tower climb kind of shit. Um, Terror of the Sea, too. It's an interesting, interesting name. I wonder where that and where this... Uh, oh, I guess the other... The co-op dungeon's located in Ancient Stone Chamber. I wonder where the tower dungeon's going to be located. Did they mention that? I don't remember if they did. Mm. <laughs> Why do I feel like they said something about being in the ocean? Because it's called Terror of the Sea? No, like, specifically, though, like, the, uh, fucking, what's it called? The Ocean Grind Spot. What's that place called? Help Sacra me. Sacraya? I don't... Yes. <laughs> I don't grind there. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. You'll get there one day. And, like, the... They had, like, a screenshot, and it kind of looked like Sacraya to me a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the Black Star Raid and the enhancement maths, I guess. Just kind of combined. So they announced a that they're working on a Black Star Raid and that it's not done at all. I don't think, do they mention it here? They don't even mention it here, do they? Um, the Black Star Raid, they said, they described it as kind of like a platform where you fight the giant rock that's at, at Star's End. The giant mm -hmm. stone that's up in the sky and that their original development of it was it was kind of too hard but that there's going to be mechanics so you can go up and actually hit it and it'll be like a i don't know a raid that requires a lot of people um and it'll drop the black star enhancement mats that are basically they have now officially like compared the black star enhancement mats to kafra stones so it, they're probably going to be very similar to Kafra Stones, but for Black Star gear. 
and uh, specifically for defensive gear. So one, I don't know, is this, does the raid, I mean, the raid was so vague, so I don't know. Is there anything about the raid you want to talk about? Were you interested in the raid? Um, I like that they're trying to do, like, more mechanic stuff. That's good. More mechanics is good, I think, personally. So, yeah, I don't know, we just, we kind of just got to wait, right? Desync see how it turns out. Getting desynced and falling on platforms is going to be hype. Um, but the Black Star Enhancement mats. Uh, oh, I went past it. Is it actually on here? Oh yeah, Black Star Raid, it is here. New world bosses plan to be added to Star's End. Once the boss spawns, platforms will appear around the mysterious meteorite hovering above Star's End. Adventurers will have to get high enough to deal attacks to the meteorite. However, after some testing, developers found this made the difficulty quite high and are currently working on the change of layout of the boss fight. Gimmicky features are being added to the encounter to allow adventurers to hit the meteorite and spawn incarnations of corruption. Players will need to take up different roles and work together to defeat the new world boss. Rewards for the boss will be materials needed to improve Black Star gear. There you go. Um, and apparently this makes me like five head from what you and everybody else has been yeah, saying. Yeah, this sort of makes you a little bit five head. So the way they described the Black Star enhancement mats um, were kind of interesting. So this is the this is their like little breakdown. More enhancement stages will be added to Black Star defense gear. The stages between Tri and Pen, similar to Kafra's levels, to help bridge the gap and make Pen more accessible. Materials needed to upgrade your Black Star gear will mainly come from the Hadoom grind spot and then also that Black Star raid. Um, for players who have not read the Global Lab notes, Hadoom servers are, yeah, you, you guys know the Hadoom server. So the Hadoom server that has like the rework of all the grind spots. Um, developers noted that they don't want boss gear to become invaluable. Um, that's just a poor choice of words. They don't want invaluables like, um, like, the opposite yeah, of the word they were looking for. Yeah, positive <laughs> way of saying what they're trying to say. Uh, they don't want the boss gear to become valueless and will be impl implementing appropriate stat increases when upgrading Black Star gear. And then Kaffir Stones will be added as a basic reward for some PvP content to help meet demand on the market. So basically you're going to be able to enhance. Now, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but... It sounds like you're going to be able to get minor stat boosts by throwing in this Black Star Enhancement material into your Black Star Armor. Um, and they specifically said defense gear only. And then, potentially, if you put enough of it in, you'll be able to upgrade to the next level. So that way, Pen is more accessible. Which I think is actually kind of insane. And actually really, really cool. Uh, Stormbringer Karanda just spawned an EU. Heads up, if you're in EU, Stormbringer's up. Go get your box. Dude, by the way, speaking of Stormbringer real quick, Rez, I got, I got yesterday, two days ago, I fought Stormbringer Karanda and got the, her special box or whatever. And then yesterday mm -hmm. I fought her and I got her special box again and a Karanda's heart. Hey. Karanda's heart's valueless. I'm probably going to turn it into masses, but it's still kind of cool. How many masses does it turn into? I think it gives 20. I remember oh, correctly. that's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, sorry, back, back to this. So, 
your Black Star gear, because you you've decided you're one of the only people who's decided one of the few, not one of the only. There's a there's a few people that have done it that have decided they're just gonna enhance Black Star gear for their full set. Because Black Star in fairness mm -hmm. is a little bit easier to get to Tet than an armor is to get to pen, right? And you get a lot of stats from it. Plus there's set bonuses and so on and so forth. But now you're gonna be able to actually like Caffris it up, it sounds like. So you you must be kinda hyped for this. That your path you chose was a wise one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't change the fact that you going for two separate sets is stupid. You should just get Black Star Armor for both your classes and just tag, but yeah. Nah. The other way is literally just a waste of silver. Um, nah. But yeah, I think, uh, I think it's kind of an interesting thing i wonder if any of the mats will do anything to dead god armor i assume it won't because it won't really make sense the other thing i i wonder is if the black star enhancement gear is going to be sellable or tradable am i going to be able to grind on the hadoom server even if i don't use black star gear myself and sell the black star enhancement materials that'd be kind of weird if he couldn't i feel like i feel like they ha kind of have to Yeah. True. Uh, I don't know. That's a cool thing too, and it's gonna make a Doom server worth uh fighting over, and people are going to be fighting over those spots for sure. Uh, uh, uh. uh let's see. Did we miss anything else? Co-op dungeon, new content, raid. Um. So we could talk about the rewards. Let me see if I have this list down right. We got kind of, I mean, I don't have, this isn't everything, but this is uh, stuff we're getting on December 16th. Also yesterday, if you logged in, you got a free horse, like 20 artisans and something else. We also got that free ice dragon pet the other day um, as well, which is a tier four dragon. So if you have that egg plus uh, like a Y tab reward, you combine it and you have an ice dragon. Tier four, pretty cool. Um, but on the 16th, they had like this Black Spirit dice game that they did live on the stream. Um, and it just gave us a bunch of rewards. So here, here are some of the things that we are getting. Hold on, let me see. Uh, so in total, they also mentioned we're getting a thousand Cron Stones and um, 300 Kafra stones. If you're on console, you're getting 300 extra Kron stones. Congrats. So. <laughs> Instead of 300 Kafras. Yeah. So in total, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm misunderstanding. So correct me if I'm wrong, but we're getting about 13. I'm just going to say about, so that way I'm not technically wrong. We're getting about 1300 Kron stones, about 300 Kafra stones, a 40 stack, a 60 stack, an 80 stack, some 530% scrolls, some 300% scrolls, a 300% hot time combat EXP buff and 50% skill EXP buff for the next two weeks. And they give us two of these hammers. Do I have it on this character? I think I do. They give us two of these hammers called Jay's Hammer of Loyalty that act basically as a cron protection attempt on anything you want. So, um, Provided it's not an accessory on any armor or weapon. So like on a on a black on a pen black star attempt, 
that's normally like 3,600 cronstones, you can use this to protect a pen black star attempt or pen whatever you want. Um, and then let's see. They gave us those J scrolls. They're giving us J scrolls. I think it was five J scrolls. Mm -hmm. Um, a fine accessory box. Ten shaka two seals. Ten shaka two seals. They're also giving us 120 mil, basically, or like 1.224 mil in gold bars. And am I missing anything? I think that's it. No, I think that's everything. Yeah, I mentioned the hammers. Uh, oh, a Tungrad box. That was the box, the Tungrad box? Tungrad box. Right. Well, we're getting a oh. we're getting a fine accessory box and a tongue red box. Right, that box that's like a green looking gift, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So kind of yeah. a lot of shit. Uh, kind of yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah, kind of a lot of shit. Yeah, they they there was like a statement that someone linked to us where they said like, oh, we accidentally skipped over the two seals that we were supposed to land on because the guy count counted wrong. So we're going to send you guys yeah. these two. He accidentally gave us the 80 stack instead of the 10 Shikatsu seals, but... Yeah, because he miscounted. Yeah, but instead we're getting both, so... Let's go. Um, What are you using your hammers on? Your hammer of loyalty, protection, whatever. I don't know. Part of me wants to just hold on to it for, like, Dead God down the road. Uh, But another part of me is like, dude, pin Blackstar. Just fucking go for it. <laughs> Yeah. Two free pin black star attempts. I don't have a stack high enough to warrant that though. I'd have to get a high ass stack before I attempted that. See, I'm kind of hyped because I've been doing pen attempts on a Griffin home, and I have a a 180 and a 182 stack from it. So those are getting pretty up there. I'm gonna keep pushing them until like 200, but I'm probably. I know people probably don't think it's worth it, but. Once I have the Griffin Helm, if I get my Dead God to try, I'll be able to hit a bracket. Another bracket. I'll be 377 DP, which is kind of wild. So I think I'm going to use the hammers on Dead God, on try Dead God attempt, but I don't know. Um, yeah, the hammers expire at the end of March, so you do have to use them. You can't use them until this next maintenance, I think. Yeah. Um, and then they expire March 31st, 2021 during maintenance. Uh, yeah, I might hold them for a while because, I mean, the thing is, like, it's just basically crons, but it's, like, a lot of crons. Like, one of the reasons why you might not want to use it on a dead god is that try dead god really only costs, it's, like, 2,100 cron stones or 2,400 cron stones, whereas, like, a pen black star is, like, 3,500, so you're just getting way more value out of the attempt. But Yeah, I, but isn't it much more likely to get try dead god than to get yeah so even on like my 80 stack or my 180 stack try dead god is like it's like a nine and a half percent chance whereas pen black star on 180 is low it's like four percent or something um and no hammers i do not believe hammers increase your stack and you still lose durability i'm pretty sure all the same rules of croning apply basically Um, the other thing I know a lot of people are hoping is that we get the Awakening Black Star weapon. Going for pen on that twice for free would be kind of nice. Yeah. Because that's probably going to cost even more than the 
the Black Star main hand to Kron. Um, yeah, so those were the rewards. Here's a couple like little things if I could try to remember off the top of my head. Uh, one, they mentioned that they a uh, tier 10 Doom and Unicorn are in the works. They showed a sample video of a unicorn sprinting on water. What were your thoughts on that, Rez? And turn strikes again. <laughs> uh, they said you won't be able to go all the way to like Port Rat or anything like that, but you'll be able to run for a short time on water. Just kind of interesting, I guess. I'm trying to think of places where that's actually beneficial. I guess in Node Wars and stuff, it'd be nice, but most of the stuff, water's not really I'd like still, a main part of the map. Right? I'd still rather have a Pegasus. Yeah, I guess it depends how far you can go. Like, if I could go all the way to Sacrea, like just island hop on my unicorn all the way to Sacrea would be kind of nice. Just depends how far they let you go. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything here that was big. Um... Oh yeah, they did hint at a new class. Even though they showed off a class already. This was their this is a teaser image for a new class where it kind of shows um it's like a sunset with two rocky mountains and a character is floating in the middle of it with looks like a cloak or something. Mm -hmm. or, and some smoke around it. People so. keep saying that that's uh Hapu class teaser. Where? Why? Who? Why? Why? Do you know why people keep saying that? I think even on Foundry they say like Papu. I don't know. I don't. I know. don't remember them saying it was Papu. I just remember them saying new class. But it was like fucking five a.m. No, so I I was tired as fuck. They said that Papu. No, no. Separately, they didn't say this was a Papu class on Foundry. On Foundry, they say separately. They said that. A dwarf slash papu type class will be like looked at, but they can't promise anything. Uh, okay. <clears throat> um, I don't know what the class is going to be, but it looks like it kind of looks like um, what's it called? That like the port rat kind of looking style building up in the top. Mail right. lawn, mail lawn. Yeah, so maybe it'll be something close to like Musa Mewa or lawn. Or something like within their like world or where they're from. It's kind of interesting. They do like these teasers, dude. They're fans of these teasers. It's not fire or lava, right? I guess there is magma. There's some some magma splashing up here. I thought it was just smoke in the sunset, but it looks like I don't know what these sparks are, but they kind of look like fire or magma. And this does look like molten rock, so I don't know. Maybe it'll be a dragon class, dude. Uh, I have no idea, honestly. I, I really couldn't make out much from that teaser image. <laughs> uh alright, and then and then lastly, some large news. Let me see if I can find the the official post on it, so we can talk about this. I, I guess Nayashi's not going to be joining us. He's probably still stuck at the doctor. Um, 
All right. Here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. Here's the fact for it. Uh, greetings, adventurers. This is from GM Yukimura. Uh, since it's launched in March 2016, it's been our privilege to share your adventures in Black Desert Online, but it's now time for Cacao Games part in this to come to an end. Uh, as of February 24th, 2021, Cacao Games will cease service and it will become the responsibility of the developers Pearl Abyss. Many great memories have been forged over the last five years and we have the utmost confidence that more will be created as the service continues under their management. The finer details of the handover are still being established, so we will be sure to keep you informed on the process as the final date draws closer. We can already inform you that in order to comply with the data protection practices, there will be an opt-in process to have your game data transferred that will begin on January 27th, 2021. Exact details will be announced soon, but this will be mandatory if we wish to continue playing the game. Be assured that we are fully committed to a smooth transition with as little disruption to you as possible and your enjoyment and progress in the game will be unaffected. For now, nothing will change immediately. The game will be updated as new content gets added. We will continue striving to make your experience of Black Desert Online the best it can be. And then they have a frequently asked page. Um, they say keep an eye out for news. It's been an amazing journey and one that we are extremely proud to have been a part of over the last five years. But now we look forward to the next chapter in Black Desert Online sharing our own journey with you in the future Kagao Games titles. Uh, so I guess what are what are your initial thoughts on this, Rez? Well, first, can we talk about how they announced this? Because that shit was hilarious. So the guy comes out on stage and basically says, I know that this has already been leaked, but I, I, we just wanted to make the official announcement here today. Uh, yada, yada, yada. We're swapping to our, you know, publishing our own game in the other regions. And he said something, I believe his exact words was, for five years, Cacao has published our game in the West, and for five years, they have done their best. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it came out so like VM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Our 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 Merv's palette is about to go bye bye. That's about to become a new monthly subscription that you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to buy for ten dollars. So look forward to that. Is that how much it is on other servers? Ten dollars for Merv's palette? That's how much it is for us, baby. <laughs> oh, is it? Probably. I guess I never even looked at it. I'm saying that's how much it's gonna be. I you don't know. know. So, I, someone I, I don't, well, someone asked me the question. I didn't know. I actually didn't know how to answer it. And maybe my answer is selfish. So I'm kind of curious what you think. If what would you rather be in the value pack? A daily loot scroll or the Merv's palette? Merv's palette. Yeah, I think so too. Easy, easily Merv's palette because the alternative to Merv's palette is the fucking horrific die system. It's so bad. The die system is it's, so bad. It's awful. It's awful. We don't even have that in So SA. I don't know. Yeah. It was just a question because well, I know KR has the daily scroll. But I feel like the thing is, is they give us... Like, KR does not get as many free loot scrolls as we get. Even though they do get one every day, they don't get... Like, they give us loot scrolls like candy constantly. Like they mm -hmm. give us a ton of loot scrolls. And so they're just giving it to us in a different way. Whereas the Merv's palette is like, I don't know, man, like kind of customizing your character and its colors 
a huge deal. And I, I don't want to have to pay 10 bucks a month for that or whatever it's going to end up being. Yeah. It's kind of lame. I mean, every time they give us an advanced loot scroll for those streamer codes, that's basically two loot scrolls since you can split them. Um, uh, so do you think overall this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing for Black Desert Online in North America and EU? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is anyone who says they know is kind of a liar because we don't know. I mean, I know other regions have swapped from their individual publishers to Kakao and we're not happy with the results, but you mean we'll just to, have to find out. Pearl Abyss. Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Well, some of them, hold on, I wanted to get, let me see if I could find this post, because there were some people that talked about it, and I don't know if, hold on, let me see if I could find it. There were some people from other countries that said, they kind of shared their opinion on it. Let me see if I could find it, though. Um... Fuck. Okay, here we go. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't know. Let me. I, I, if I can find some of these like official opinions, I'll, I'll let you know. But I, I, it was like some of the people that had to deal with it in the other in other regions. That it was like some of them. I, I saw someone from Russia was saying that obviously the transition was rough because there was a bunch of like, you know, there's like a dispute between the two companies and stuff. But that, and then at first people really didn't like Pearl Abyss, but overall the game's been in a lot healthier state ever since Pearl Abyss took over. So stuff like that. It just depends. I, I just think people don't, I think that Cacao gets a little bit of a bad rap when I actually do think that they're a pretty decent publisher. I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, who publishes other MMOs? Like I was talking about this with uh, our friend Bear, where he was saying, like people like, oh, this is gonna be so good, Cacao is shit. And then it's like, but what are the other alternatives? Like en masse, like some of these other publishers, like I hear nothing but horrible things about publishers constantly. And I just feel like Cacao a lot of the time gets the blame for things that Pearl Abyss does. So I don't know that Cacao is actually that bad of a publisher. I almost feel like a lot of the times they were trying to help us out, you know, in some ways. Yeah. I, I also think Cacao ultimately did a pretty decent job. I honestly think it was Cacao that like fought against pay to win in our version of the game, which obviously. Like, they've thoroughly lost that war at this point. But, like, I, I don't think it was really PA that was like, oh, yes, NAEU doesn't like pay to win, so we shouldn't put it into our game. I, I really feel like that was Kakao telling Perlibus, hey, listen, our version of the game for NAEU, the players aren't going to like it if you put a bunch of the, the KR pay to win stuff in the game, so we need to not have that. And then, you know, as time went on, they slowly added more and more and more, so... Not that it mattered, but I think Kakao did a pretty decent job overall, at least decent. Um, and yeah, publishers, I feel like publishers are awful. Because I, I feel like the issue with publishers is they kind of get in the way of 
giving you what the game is supposed to be. Like, what the developers intend it to be. It's like adding a middleman. It's just kind of like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Bob is saying on on other servers that value packs are not listable in the marketplace. That would be interesting. Oh my god, you're back. <laughs> um, I, yeah, in case anyone was wondering, the Saints are playing, so that's what you're hearing. Um, I don't know. Is there anyone in uh, SEA or, or Russia that can confirm, or South America? Do you guys not? Are you guys not able to list value packs on the marketplace for silver? Granted, on NAEU, it's really hard to get value packs on the marketplace just because it's um there. There's just thousands of orders, and it's not a cost-effective thing to list compared to other other items. Uh, Kazim, I was asking, can you list value pack on the marketplace? Like, if you buy a value pack, can you list it? You can't list it in SEA. Yeah. SA was published by Red Fox, but now they're published by Pearl Abyss. And Kazdam is saying that you can list them in South America, so it sounds like it's just a SEA thing. Oh, SA is still Red Fox? I thought they swapped. Or no, didn't they announce that the contract is coming to an end? Or something? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, Reslar, shut the fuck up, Fjorn says. It sounds like they're ringing like an Arby's bell in the background. Do they have a bell, like a celebratory it's bell? A cow, it's a cow bell, yeah. Oh my god, dude. Reslar's family's grinding Tauros IRL. <laughs> Red Fox, yeah, I've always heard Red Fox is awful. Yeah. Okay, well, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I think that I'm more concerned than I am positive, at least about our Pearl Shop and about our our ticket system. I, I actually do think that the GMs and CMs did a fairly decent job responding to tickets, giving us crystals back. I don't know, do you get crystals back in KR? I, I would be surprised if you do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Red Fox is in North America? We're cacao over here. Um. Yeah, I, I don't they know. They may mean that it's a North American company. Maybe the other thing that's going to be interesting is the server. So if they're transferring our data, it means they have their own server center. Um. Right now, the rumor is that the server center is in Los Angeles, so not Fuck. not in San Jose. But I do wonder. Put if it in fucking Chicago. I don't understand. Um. No, don't put it in Chicago. Leave it over here. And then um. I, I I wonder though if the quality is going to be different because like remember Nayashi was saying and some people agree with him that when the server when they first swapped um, their server lease that the server quality felt pretty good for a while and then it just like deteriorated over time so I'm wondering if it's going to be better on this new server less desynky maybe I don't know yeah only one way to find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, there can't be that many things happening in the game. What's going on, dude? Uh, uh, 
Dude, it's kind of a huge change, man. Like, this is a big, big change. And it could turn a lot of people off if... If the reputation is rough with PA, like, early on. If they, if they come out and they're kind of assholes, you know? Mm-hmm. So... All I know... All, all I could say is, like, in fucking... Uh, in Eve, Prolabis took over Eve. I don't know if you know that or not. Eve Online, yeah, spaceship game. So, Prolabis took that over, and I know a lot of people complained that the game became like way more pay to win than it was before, whenever they first took it over. But I have a friend who played Eve like since launch, and he still occasionally plays it to date. And he said overall, it ended up being like fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be interesting. Should I run through some of this fact? It's like fairly short. Yeah. Um, so they say what is happening on February 24th? Uh, they're handing over publishing responsibilities to Pearl Abyss. What does this mean? Also, by the way, I know I only talked about law, uh, NA, but EU also is probably going to get different servers as well. So and I know a lot of people in EU complain a lot about the server quality out there, so there's a chance. I mean, it, there's a chance it gets better. Like, maybe it won't be closer to where you are, but there's a chance that the quality is better. A at least a chance. I think EU servers might actually be worse in quality than NA. Because um, <laughs> people with low ping in EU also complain about, like, that it's very laggy. So, who knows? Um, servers are probably the same. Well, the place that they're, that they're in are probably the same. But if they're going to make you guys transfer over, it's likely going to be different servers. Um, I think I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the same. That'd be weird. I don't. Most I was like looking into it. Bear and I were like looking into it, and generally, you they put when there's a a transfer in publishers that they almost always change servers. It's like rare to just use the exact same servers. So I don't know. I, I have to do more research on that. We'll, we'll have to see what ends up happening. But anyway, uh, what does this mean? Kakao Games will no longer be responsible for or involved in, with the live operation of Black Desert Online. This will be solely be managed by Pearl Abyss. Um, what will change? Any platform run by Kakao Games, such as the current website, official forums, social media channels, will likely be closed down or repurposed along with the current player support process. Game localization, customer support, and all other publishing responsibilities will be handled directly by Pearl Abyss. Um, what will happen to my account? Your account will remain unaffected as long as you request an account transfer. The exact process account transfer is still being determined. That's what they talked about. It's going to happen in um, January 20-something. Um, who's eligible for the, the transfer? Any full account that is in good standing can opt into the data transfer. If your account is permanently banned for any reason, you will not be able to transfer it. Rip barcode. I'm on Steam. Is anything... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Dude, I'm going to have drama. I didn't mean that. Oh my <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Uh, I'm on Steam is anything different for me. Whether you are playing through Steam or create an account directly from the website, the same opportunity for an account transfer will be provided. Um, 
What happens now? For now, it's business as usual. The operation service will continue without change as we work on the handover in the background. We will still be updating the content, same as before, um, and in partnership with the developers to keep the game fresh and exciting over the next few months. Um, will I be able to transfer between regions? Unfortunately, it is not. It is in general not possible to switch from one region to another. This technical restriction continues to apply during the transfer process. Um, will I lose access to my support tickets? Um, Cacao is going to handle support tickets basically um, all the way up until uh, they're no longer in charge. Your support history will be maintained in accordance with the policy. However, data will not be transferred to Pearl Abyss, so they will not be able to use that as a reference for future tickets that you make. Um, what happens to my currently open tickets? All tickets submitted to Cacao will be answered by Cacao Games. Please understand that uh, we may not be able to process it to assist with game-related issues after the migration date. And then, uh, who do I contact if I have issues with the account migration? If your issue relates to the process of data transfer, then you should contact Cacao Games. If the process has been completed, but you encounter further issues, then you should contact the new publisher. We'll continue to work alongside Pearl Abyss to ensure a smooth transition. Transition. Well, the prices for game packages and Pearl Shop items remain the same. This will be determined by Pearl Abyss, so keep an eye out on their platforms for further information. That's a the no. The fact that they included that. Yeah, that's a solid no, my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard no. What will happen to my cacao cash and pearls? Your pearls will carry over you with you to the new service. Any unspent cacao cash will be converted to pearls prior to migration. The exact date is yet to be determined. Um, what about bandit accounts? We already know. Uh, will there be changes in terms of use and privacy? Um, probably, they'll have their own. Uh, will the server be inaccessible during the transfer? Well, it's possible there will be downtime. All parties are committed to minimizing any interruption. Yeah, there'll probably be like a maintenance that's long and that's about it. If I had to guess, it'll just be like a long maintenance. <clears throat> Um, what happens to unclaimed rewards and mails? All that's going to remain intact. Uh, I have activated discount coupons in the Pearl Shop that I have not yet used. Will I be able to use them after the transfer? Any unclaimed rewards and coupons will move to the new service alongside everything else on your account. Will player support policies change? They don't know. It's going to be based on Pearl Abyss's policies. Uh, inactive accounts. Inactive accounts are probably not going to have their data transferred. So if you have friends that plan to come back to the game, you got to let them know before that transfer date is over. Well, the transfer date's starting like at the end of January and it's probably going to last all the way until the actual migration. So like a full month. And I assume they're going to be blasting everyone with emails. But yeah, if you have a friend that hasn't logged in, you don't want them to lose all their stuff. You probably want to make them uh, transfer. If you have alt accounts like I do, you got to do this on... I gotta do this on all three of my accounts. Yeah. Um, does this mean the name resets? No. All of the names, your names and your account names and family names and stuff will all remain the same and intact. No, I think he's saying, I think he's saying if someone doesn't do the account transfer who's like, doesn't play the game anymore, does their name become available? Oh, I assume it would, right? I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah, if it's just not on the server. Yeah, for those inactive accounts, yeah, you might be able to get some, some new names. Look at that, dude. You'll be able to get the name Nova. You know the person who made Nova doesn't play anymore. Um, let's see, will there be any end-of-service events? <laughs> you can rest assured that we'll send you off with a bang. You know what would be funny? 
is like as a as a thanks for all your service we've given everyone a hundred thousand dollars in pearls fuck you pearl abyss <laughs> <laughs> we've given we've we've given everyone full pen c20 box armor and <laughs> <Yeah>. weapons <laughs> Will I lose my Twitch linked status with BDO? Yes. If Twitch drops, uh, continue under the management of Pearl Abyss, you will have to relink your account. I wonder if the partner program, like the partner programs is gone then, right? I assume. Yeah, I'm assuming that'll be part of the transfers that they'll like, you know, PA will be like, all right, who's the partners that you guys have? And then they'll like try and get in touch with them or something. I, I would assume anyway, because KR has a partner thing, I assume, don't they? Do they not? I feel like they do. I mean, they might. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's that. Um, <laughs> you're telling me if someone is taking a break from the game, isn't keeping up with the game, didn't see the coffee on ball, they're going to lose their account? No. I mean, you're yes. going to have, you're literally going to have all of January and February to account transfer and every, they're going to send out emails to everyone's account, like for sure. I know, I know this cause it's happening in Terra right now and I've gotten like 70 emails. That's like, it's still happening last minute. It's going to happen. You're running out of time. Like you need to transfer soon. It's almost too late. So whether you watch the Calpheon Ball or not, anyone who has an account is going to receive emails from that account uh, notifications saying they need to transfer. And, and hopefully, if your friends have those emails sent straight to spam, uh, hopefully you get your friends to log in. But yeah, there's a chance they lose everything if they don't interact with BDO at all for the next three months. But there's kind of a lot of ramping up. There's a couple months before it happens, so um, we'll see. Partnered content creators in SEA get free value pack cam and old moon every month. Ooh, that sounds nice. What the fuck, dude? Hold on. I wanna be a but, I wanna be a fucking partner SEA. What the hell? But no but no Merv's palette, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh Merv's palette, dude. Uh I'm I dude, I I just know. They're gonna sell that shit as like a monthly thing alongside Kama and Old Moon Book. I I can see it, I can fucking see it. And I'm gonna be real with you. If that does happen, that that might be my breaking point. Cause I I I can't walk around. If you can buy it on the market, then eh, sure. But if you can't buy it on the market and it becomes a monthly thing that I have to purchase separately of the fucking value pack, I don't know about that, fam. This uh, uh do you I, think that like, might be that like, might be it? Like Jax is pointing out, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to revolt if they take the the Merv's palette. You think there will be enough complaints that they'll be forced to leave it in? No, bro. We can't even get them to nerf suck wizard. You think they're gonna fucking? <laughs> You think they're gonna give a shit about us whining about no Merv's palette? There's literally a class in the game that is basically breaking the entire fucking game, like the game's balance, single-handedly, and they're not changing a thing about it. You think they're gonna give a fuck? I mean, if if people stop paying, they will. No, but people won't stop playing. Won't stop paying. That's the thing. Well, because I mean, people you, in this game have Stockholm syndrome. You remember when the value pack came out? 
People stopped playing for a while there. It hurt the game a lot. And here, here we are, nonetheless. Well, they made changes after that, you know? Like, leaving the value pack a great deal. <laughs> I mean, the game has changed. It's a different player base now, but a lot it affected them for sure. I don't know. We'll see. I think EUNA complains a lot compared to a lot of other... We'll see what happens. People are going to be pretty pissed about the Mervs palette. Um, I did want to talk about real quick, because you mentioned WizWitch. They, I forgot to note this, but they mentioned when they were talking about class balance, um, there was a few things that they mentioned. And um, they said that... Um, so here, I can't believe I forgot all these because some of these are huge and like some of the things I'm most excited about. They're going to be adding a new awakening ability to every awakening class. What are your thoughts on that? Cool. Um, they also said that they're looking into doing core skills for succession. Now that I don't get. Because wasn't the whole point of core skills to give Awakening, like, a leg up against Succession? Was that not the entire point of core skills from the very beginning? Like, hey, Succession's kind of weak, what do we do with Awakening to kind of try and put it on the same level? Well, we'll give it another protected CC with core skills. And now they're like, hey, you know what Succession needs? Another protected CC. Is that not weird? Well... Am I... Am I wrong? No, you're do not. I, am you're I not, misremembering? You're not wrong, but I do wonder if, because it already has protected CCs, if if it's going to be something that you can change, like you can take off and put it on something else. You know what I mean? Since Awakening had no protected CCs, that wasn't really a thing that they could do. But in Suck, it kind of does. So maybe, like Tendon Cutter, for example, is one of the skills that you can level up, and it, it seems like all the core skills are only the ones that you can actually level up. They have like one... Or, or sorry, up to like three or four different levels. So I'm wondering if something like Tenon Cutter, it's like, like that's going to be the default. But if if you want to change the core skill, you lose the CC off Tenon Cutter, and you could put it on something else. Maybe I I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but maybe yeah. It's kind of weird because Wizard has so many protected CCs. I don't even know. Yeah, essentially what they're saying is, which they also said another thing. They said that. Oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna nerf things anymore. We're only gonna buff things. Yeah. They didn't say suck wizard, but they said something along the lines of we know pl players are upset with the state of balance in the game right now, but we don't wanna we don't wanna nerf things. We don't wanna buff things. Yada yada yada. Whole bunch of bullshit. Well, they said that's a, the other thing I was gonna ask you. So they said um, there's a lot of feedback that certain classes are OP. Pearl Abyss said that it's important to recognize how players feel as well and will be buffing classes instead of nerfing. However, in some cases, classes may need to be nerfed due to the way they perform in Node War and Siege where there are different mechanisms. So they kind of like are preparing you for that PA nerf while telling you, but generally they're going to be buffing classes and not nerfing. Nerfing will be kept to a minimum as they continue to balance classes. The thing is, I don't even see PA being removed as a nerf necessarily. I just see it as a goddamn like a, a it's a game changing like thing it's not just a class getting nerfed it's not like changing right. the values on a skills damage that literally is going to change the game as we know it you know it's like such a huge thing yeah i i don't know it's kind of weird yeah um i don't know 
It's kind of a strange thing. I think uh, the core skills I'm a little surprised by. The awakening skills I I'm actually fine with. If there's, um, yeah, there are, there are definitely awakening classes that feel stronger than their succession counterparts. And they, I mean, they showed that little graph that kind of like addressed that they're aware of that and they're trying to make them as evenly played as possible. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think because some of the classes are stronger that we shouldn't get a new awakening skill, to be honest. Like, I think that's kind of a lame reason not to do it uh, because some of the classes aren't stronger. And some of the classes like Awakening Kuno have somewhere between three and four usable abilities in the entire Awakening kit, and the rest is just pre-Awakening. So it's like, I don't know. Like, it, it's funny because I think in total, the total number of skills on, on Awakening, like Kuno, for example, is, is more like with Awakening plus pre-Awakening, but the total number of usable skills is more on Succession. It's kind of an interesting thing. I don't know. Um, but for some class like Warrior where they kind of use their whole kit, uh, it's a little bit different, but I don't know. It's not the worst thing, whatever. If Warrior gets another new skill, is it gonna, is it gonna be a skill that's just outright better than the rest of their kit that they're gonna be using it now everyone's gonna be afraid? I don't, I don't think so, you know? I mean, also look at, while I'm really excited that there's gonna be a new skill for every single class, I saw what they did with the recent Rebombs and they did not make any powerful skills, so. The Awakening skills yeah, could Yeah, the Rebombs are kinda lacking. Yeah, the Awakening skills could all just be garbage. Sadly. Um, they also mentioned elevation and frame rate, so the elevation problems, um, they said will hopefully be coming, let's see, a fix to elevation problems will hopefully be coming as early as next week. These are issues that, like that arise with <laughs> classes like Ranger and Wizards where they're able to hit or are where they're able to hit players on another or on a different elevation. The process has been difficult for them to change and require them to rework the structure of action mechanics. You like what? I love I love the fact that they said we're we're gonna try not to nerf things anymore, and then immediately like we're gonna try to fix excessive frame rate. Cries and warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, dude. Poor warrior. I get asked this a lot. Uh, um, Bay Krolls is asking chat, Frosty. Do you think they should keep making new classes? I feel like we already have more than enough. I think yes, they should continue to keep making classes because I don't know the fact that. Archer and Lawn and Guardian are in the game is doesn't I don't know. I don't think it's like a negative thing overall. There's more variety. People re-roll a lot. It keeps the game feeling fresh if you can keep rolling to new classes. So I, I personally don't have any problem with it. I mean shit, you have like in a game that actually is an esport where balance is actually important, like League, they add like five classes every year and it's fine. So I, for me personally, I, I don't think they should stop making new classes. I think adding one to two classes every year is fine. What about you, Rez? Do you think they, there's too many classes and then you stop making more? Nah, I think it's fine. I mean, I'm trying to think of the overall downsides of adding new classes. It's like, everyone says like, oh, balancing is too hard, but it's like, I don't know, back when... Back when we had five classes, Sork and Ranger dominated everything and they couldn't figure out the balance, so. 
I think it's fine. The balance is always going to not yeah. be that good. I don't think uh, balance complaints should change the fact that they're adding things that are fun to the game. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I like balance. I don't know. Things will never be balanced. Like we can only try to achieve it. And the fact that things aren't balanced should not be a reason f to not have something. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Dude, it's also like when I look at other new games, so I'm, I'm excited for Elyon, but the fact that there's only five classes is like, ugh, it just feels like it can't really be there's no like individualism at all when you know you're going to be the same class as 20% of the player base. Whereas in BDO, you kind of like, there's so many different classes, you a lot of the times don't run into the same class. And in a lot of games and BDO, especially like mirror matchups suck. So I, I like that it's spreading the player base out to different classes, to be honest. Yeah. I think the main thing is that, like, things need to be fun, right? Mm hmm Yep. At the end of the day. Uh, so the frame rate thing, they said, the frame rate issues where players with higher FPS are able to deal damage and skills faster are being looked at. One of the easy fixes would be limit all players to 60 FPS in PvP. However, this is not something they want to do and are looking to optimize frame rates as much as possible to reduce the impact they make. So basically, they, uh, like... They they actually wrote that sentence wrong. It should have read, this is something we've done in the past, and it somehow <laughs> broke horses. It broke horse. Yeah, it broke horse. It made riding horses RNG-based. Um, basically, the t the, their thinking on this is they've looked into it. They haven't found a, a really good solution, so they're just going to try to improve everyone's frames by optimizing the game if they can. You know, by like making uh, console players forced to play on remastered for some reason, even though their consoles can't handle it. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? I can't get over that consoles are playing on like a remastered light. It's fucking weird. Ah, uh, God. Um, Thornwood Castle is coming after the rework to Conquest Wars, and also they did mention one of their bullet points was that. 2021 they're going to be focusing heavy on pvp content so we'll see what happens we um, will see yeah we will see so that that's kind of that's kind of all the bdo stuff there's a lot of shit to unpack here there's going to be a lot of updates over the next few weeks the transition thing we will uh do our best to keep you guys informed and before we move on with the show we still we're going to talk about cyberpunk a little bit and then we're going to read the comments but i do want to mention uh next week we will be celebrating our two-year anniversary as a uh, podcast reslar and i and nayashi hopefully will be there as well if he feels better um, we're going to bring some guests on the show, I believe is the plan. Um, some guests that have been on the show previously, have them on and hang out with them. And I don't know, just kind of reminisce right on the two years. Yeah, we'll, we'll try we'll, to do something we'll, exciting. Let's just bring, let's just talk about it now because I, we got to start messaging people, mm -hmm. uh, starting tomorrow. But, uh, basically what we want to do is we just want to bring on, uh, old guests that we've had on since, uh, since we started. So, uh, you know, I, I guess basically just extend an invitation to anybody who's been on the show before. 
um, get in touch with us. We're going to be getting in touch with people that we would like to have uh, come on, you know. And uh, obviously we don't have contact with everybody we've had on over the years, but I think I'm going to message basically almost everyone that's in the in the Discord. So, yeah, we'll try and uh, we'll try and make it something special. So, yeah, I'm excited. We want oh. you guys all there for it live. Hopefully, we'll be up in time. We'll try to do it starting in the morning. <laughs> Unlike yeah, today. instead of three p.m. That that event fucked up my sleep schedule so bad. I like because the ball ended at like three a.m. my time ish, but then you and I stayed on talking about stuff until like four my time, and then. Even after that, for whatever reason, I watched a StarCraft match that took like an hour. <laughs> so it, it was a long, it was a long, and then I like, I went to sleep and I did not wake up until super late. So my sleep schedule got completely butchered by that. But yeah, next week is two, uh, yeah, two years, man. It's kind of exciting. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and we're going to do, I think the plan is, right, that we're going to do an extra long show. Um, at least that's the idea. But we're not going to ask people to, like, stick around for that long. Like, guess um, we're basically going to see, you know, come hang out as long as they want to. And, uh, you know, just see what happens. Dude, two years is kind of long for a game that died a while back. <laughs> doing a podcast. Uh. It'd be fun to reminisce on all the like bullet point times when BDO got killed by like Arc Age and I don't know World of Warcraft Classic, like all the things that ended BDO. There's a long list. Um, but yeah, make your guests fight each other in BA. <laughs> some of the guests don't PvP. Some of the guests hey, don't have some accounts of the guests anymore. Would some of the guests would definitely be down for that though yeah some of the guests would be super down for that some of the guests not so much uh i don't know i'm, I'm pretty excited it should, it should be fun <clears throat> it's cool we made it this long res i'm proud of you dude you're proud of me i haven't done anything i'm proud of you. dude look i may hate reslar but man you're a stand-up guy the only thing I did was pick the right person to start a podcast with. I've basically just been cashing in off of your charisma. <laughs> hey, but you you also do all the editing. Yeah, I'm more of like the... Uh, what's the word? I'm like a fucking manager, basically. You also try to upload every week, even though you don't have internet. Yeah. It's so, dude, every time I'm just like, it, it's so funny. It's like, oh, the video crapped out on me. It'll be 24 hours for the next upload. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, I could restart it immediately, but then I'm just like locked out of my own goddamn computer for six hours. Like, sorry, that's, it's just going to have to wait. <laughs> that's, can't do that. I just can't. Yeah. Like I'm, I'll I'll do it. There have been times where I've just restarted instantly if I have shit to do. Like if I need to go to class for like a couple hours, I'm like, okay, I'll just restart it now, and then I can like <laughs> post it and announce it whenever I get home. But like some days, it's like I'm gonna be home all day, and you want me to be without internet for fucking six hours? Jesus Christ! 
Imen and I said Frosty is really bad at giving compliments. You're not wrong. <laughs> I am. I'm I'm bad. I don't know. But I, I I appreciate I appreciate Reslar and all the work that he's put into the show. And uh I do think that the whole positive negative vibe is kind of works, you know? So we have something to debate about. No, I agree. That's why that's like I mean, I know I've said this on the show before, so not to beat a dead horse or anything, but like that's the whole reason I thought the show would be interesting in the first place is that me and you would fucking argue sometimes for hours in Discord over shit. Well, yeah. back in Hex. Back in and Hex. so whenever I, I got the idea to start a podcast, I was like, dude, what it it really the thought process went like this. Why don't we record this shit? Dot dot dot. Wait, we should record this shit. <laughs> Like, that's literally what the thought process was. An example is, and, and we we have to address it just because of your reaction last week, the Pearl Shop item that lets you tag an additional one thing. Yeah, which, by the way, we didn't talk about that. Is Pearl only. Is Pearl only. It is only. in our game. It is Pearl only. And I am disgusted. Did you like? Did you like how they made it sound, the way they worded it, made it sound like there were other options, but there's not? They said, yeah. also, you... you can buy the item with pearls. It's like, what do you mean also? There's <laughs> not any other way to get it. Did you like how they didn't even announce it? They hid it in the Pearl Shop update section of the game. Like, they didn't come out with an announcement like, update to the Marnie suspicious device system. That did not exist. They hid it in the fucking Pearl Shop update. Yeah, dude. Good Disgusting. Thing, good thing we're getting Disgusting. rid of cacao and switching to PA. Am I right? absolutely disgusting i'm t like it's it and here's what kills me I'm, I'm not gonna rant about it again but here's what kills me about like people's reaction to me complaining about that if this was ea everyone would be so fucking outraged about it but because it's pearl abyss and they made they made a game that you like and that you still like and you still play hours a day to this day it's not a problem if this was EA doing this type of shit, you would lose your fucking mind. Not you specifically. The people who were like complaining about my, my freaking out. Yeah. If this was EA, you would lose your mind because what it all oh, EA, they're pieces of shit. It's popular to hate on them. Fucking ridiculous. The hypocrisy. If you don't think it's a big deal, don't think it's a big deal. I don't give a shit. I to me this is disgusting. Um I also want to say I forget there's so much stuff in that event. I forgot about these costumes. Do you remember these costumes? They showed off like a Oh yeah, they like showed off like three, three costumes. The Zerker one and the Red Riding Hood hood one. Um I think the biggest twist of the event was that they said that the costume task force has been hard at work. That was like the biggest twist. That was yeah, that, <laughs> that was the biggest surprise. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, wait, they have been? Huh? <laughs> On what? Oh, you mean the Halloween outfits and the winter outfits that we've already had? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Re re-releasing the same outfits we've had for years. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I still think Did that you the see Zerker... the winter outfits though? Did you see the winter Dude, outfits? Dude, honestly, I know. I I hate this is so hypocritical because I just was hating on him, but that winter outfit is so sick. 
Dude, I think the winter outfit is fucking awesome. I like it. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. I think... I don't know. I it It's definitely not going to be like a blow you away 10 out of 10, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty... Like, Alright, so the male one's kind of lame. Uh, I, let me just say that right off the bat. Um, I actually like the male one, just not the hat. Take the hat off, just give me the body. I actually kind of like it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. And let, all right, let me try to find it. It's on um. Someone posted on Reddit. Apparently, it's coming to all classes. And actually, you know, the funny thing is um. It's when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's a, a witch and a wizard." But then I realized, like, even in their demo picture, it's actually a ranger and an archer. What? Yeah, that's a ranger and that's an archer in those pictures. No, that's... Is it? Yeah. Really? It is. It is. It actually is. Hold on, let me... I'm trying I, to find it. It was on, it was I on Reddit. I don't think I believe you. I don't think that's an archer. Do you have the picture? I'm staring at the male... It, the, someone posted the male version of it. Yeah, that's... Oh, no, a, the, both versions are here in general in yeah. the Value Pack Discord. Okay. Just here, scroll up. Here we go. I got, I got it. I got it. Okay, so this is the female one. The female one, that's a ranger in this female picture. I might believe that's a ranger because rangers stand like that. Mm -hmm. Archer doesn't stand like that, though, I don't think. This is an archer, dude. This not, screams... The, the, way this, the way this is standing screams striker to me, actually. It looks like he's got a bit of ook in him. <laughs> this like, is not a striker, dude. The arms kind of far apart, you know? I don't know. Could be an archer, who knows? That's definitely a ranger, though, because I think only ranger stands like that. Leafson said that's definitely an archer. Look at his pretty jaw. Look at <laughs> Look his, zoom his in. Uh, let me, yeah, let me open this Dude, up. Dude, he's kind of wearing in. jeans. Like, they're, these are kind of jeans. Actually, they're not kind of jeans. These are jeans, dude. He's wearing they, jeans. Yeah, they're jeans. Men's it's, wearing jeans. It's very, like, Eddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie. I don't know why I said Eddie. There's an F in there. Fred. No, that's his cousin. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Dude, okay, but this, the female outfit, I, I mean, they'll probably make it look really stupid on Kuno, but this outfit, I think, is going to be so sick, dude. I, I always like the witch outfits, and it's sad that none of them are usable on other classes, so. This Here's what I will hype, say. Dude. If that is on Archer, then hype, because Archer never gets the fucking event costumes. It's really weird. They don't put out, like, the event costumes for Archer, for some reason. Like, Crimson Knight doesn't exist on Archer. Don't know why. No reason for it, I don't think. I don't think Archer has Gravekeeper, either. It might. I, I, I'm not positive about that one, but I don't think it does. But I know for a fact it doesn't have Crimson Knight, for whatever reason. Dude, I even like the cape on the female. This outfit's sick. I can't wait for this outfit, dude. Finally a witch hat on my kuno. <laughs> Finally a witch what hat. What happened what happened to your like like uh what was it? Like the fucking the mom outfit. You still have that? Yeah. Still rock the Do mom. Do you outfit. use it at all? Yeah, I use it. It's not a mom <laughs> outfit, it's just a responsible young woman outfit. <laughs> Bro, that's a mom outfit. I don't know what you're talking about. Would look kind of dope on Nova, just saying, dude. It would look good on Nova, but you know, 
you know damn well it's not going to be available for the Nova, and the Nova's not going to get it until next winter. Yeah, no, these outfits are pretty cool. They they look good. Um, okay, so let's talk about your uh, your favorite new game. <sighs> the game that yeah. So let's do let's do a short section, not too long because it's it's already gone long enough. But Cyberpunk is out. Obviously, if you've seen or heard anything about it, uh, it's very, very buggy. Extremely buggy. Um, let's not dwell too much on the bugs. How many hours have you played it? Uh, hold on a minute. Why, why can't we dwell on the bugs? Well, well, we'll get to that, but I just want to talk about the actual like, game oh, okay. itself gotcha. first. Um, I'm a, I played about three hours, which isn't much, okay. admittedly. But... And now I, I most you of said my that time after one hour. <laughs> most of my time has been exploring the city and finding said bugs, but I have uh I've not like progressed through the story very far. I've mostly been just messing around in the city because I, I find it enjoyable. Yeah. So what is your like initial uh I guess I should disclaimer, I've put thirty hours into it. Uh obviously much more along yeah. The story than you. Or, um, yeah. You actually played the game. Yeah, I actually played the game. I'm probably going to go play it the second this is over. Um, what What is your initial thoughts just from the, the three hours you put in? You said you, you like driving um, around and exploring. So I think so. the story is cool. And I, I actually do think that the missions are pretty fun. And I love the universe and the vibe that it's in. For sure. Um... I just think it has a it has a there's a lot of things that it feel I don't I know people don't want it compared to GTA but it's just the style of game that it is is very very much like GTA in the way it feels. Oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah yeah. And I think part of the reason why some people argue with me saying like it's nothing like GTA is I think they're thinking of GTA online. They're not thinking of GTA the single player. Like GTA the single player is what Cyberpunk is like, not like GTA online. So, um, I think the world feels small compared to GTA. I think that the random events and activities aren't like super well done and feel very orchestrated. And, uh, I think, I don't know what it is. I know in these games, it's very difficult to do stuff like have a pedestrian, like exist in the world and, and persist for like long distances before they just reset and are eliminated. But in this game, it's like literally like if I pass by a pedestrian and I turn around, the pedestrian is gone. I'm like, oh man, like stuff like that. I don't know. It kind of it bothers me a little bit. Um, I like the flying car stuff, like the vibe of it, because it feels very like cyberpunk slash futuristic. But then they like fly around in the air so jagged and glitchy that it it kind of looks lame. Uh, but overall, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, I love, I actually really, even though my aim is absolutely dog shit, I love <laughs> that you have to use the iron sight. I think that that makes it a little bit more fun than having You don't have to. You can put sights on it. Oh, can you? Well, I didn't know that. I, I actually enjoy using <laughs> yeah. the iron sight. I think it's kind of fun. And also, I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. Later on in the game, you can get these things called smart guns. They actually don't require you to aim. Well, that'll actually help me a lot. I gotta get to that. They point. basically you'll you get this giant box that's like fucking like forty percent of your screen, 
And it's like, as long as your target's in this box, if you're holding the trigger, your bullets are hitting them. Yeah. Sounds kind of nice. I could, I could get I could get with that. But the the gunplay is like fairly fun and the progression is feels fun and like every when you do a mission you just randomly get upgrades. I love the exploring aspect of it where there's just shit on the ground everywhere that you can pick up, which I I found to be true even outside of missions. Like if you just go down random alleyways, you may run into a gun or ammo or like health packs or whatever. So I I really like that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. but overall to me, the game is, it's, it's not anywhere near like the quality of Grand Theft Auto, unfortunately. So again, you've only, you've only put three hours into it, but if you had to give it a rating right now, based off of what you'd experience out of 10, am I factoring in you... bugs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I, I, get, I give it a five. And the reason why I give it a five is because it's been in development for eight years. And I know that they do have a budget. They're not like, they have money. They're not broke. I don't know. It just feels like some of the bugs are insane. I'm just going to give one example of one of the bugs that I ran into. When I drive my car underneath a bridge, this happens to me still in the game no matter where I am. Like anytime I go under or in a tunnel, every single other vehicle including my own all of the people that are in the vehicles are suddenly standing upright and clipping through their roofs <laughs> and it looks really bad and it actually like ruined like i hate to like i'm an rp'er but it it actually like ruins the immersion for me a lot it's just like because yeah. it looks so bad and i'm just like dude and it happens a hundred percent of the time like there's no getting around it i'll give you another example yeah. of bear so Bear was reluctant to get it. He's like, ah, people are complaining about the bugs. So I'm sure it's not that bad. People are babies. So he finally got the game. He was 15 minutes in. He's out on the street and suddenly an infinite number of trees like spawn all around him and he can't like move. They just keep spawning. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds hilarious. But I'm just like, how? How does that happen? Like that's a, that is a crazy... That's crazy to me. But anyway, so what what are so far you played way more of the actual story. So how is the actual story and how do you feel about the game overall? The story is really good, really really good. Um I'm a little sad that there's not a lot of there doesn't seem to be a lot of variation unfortunately in terms of like your options like in the dialogue and stuff, you know. It's it's basically like someone's like, "Will you help us?" And then like, ch like choice A is yes, choice B is yes, but sarcastic, and then C is like, "Here's the other option before you say yes." Right. It's like yeah, it's not it's I, not it's like an illusion of option. It's not actually an option. Yeah, yeah. and I fucking hate that I so much. I do too. But it's like I get why it's it's kind of necessary. But the the story itself, like just the 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 actual story, is is really good. Um, I think I don't know if I would put it on the same level as Witcher Three. Ah, you know, in terms of story, I honestly think I might say it's better than Witcher Three oh, in terms of the story. God. You're gonna get so much hate for saying that. I do. I don't like the combat. Feels wank to me. I don't know what it is about it. It's just kind of weird. The shooting is kind of off. Melee is like fine, but like things don't 
Things don't interact. <laughs> you see with, that uh, guy? He said, how can I mute that guy? <laughs> can I pay? Things don't... So, like, in, in Witcher, whenever every time you attacked someone, they reacted to it. It's weird. In this game, like, so I have Mantis Blades, which is, like, the blade arms. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you do your initial attack, and they stagger, and then, basically, you just slice them up, and they don't register you hitting them at all. And it's it's just a weird, like, QOL thing that really... Like you said, not to sound like an rp but it really kills your immersion whenever you're slicing this guy up and he's still standing there just like, ah, 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 but, like, nothing's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really, like, kills the impact of what you're doing. So it, it's really strange. It's, it's, it's weird. Same thing with, like, punching. Like, it doesn't feel good to, like, combo people like it did in Witcher because you're, you're comboing people, like, one, two, three... And they're not reacting to it because they're they're just locked in animation reacting from the first hit. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, cowbell, cowbell. There we go. So overall, the game is horrendously bugged. Uh, I haven't ran into anything game breaking yet. Uh, mostly just visual bugs or audio bugs. God, the audio bugs are so annoying. I got this bug uh-huh. where have you haven't done the brain dance thing, have you? No, not yet. So they have these brain dance sections where it's basically like you have to go through a scene like a detective and try and like detect clues as to what's going on around you sort of thing. And I had this one where this guy gets killed at the end of it and he's like screaming and there's like these horrendous noises and it's just like really fucking loud and awful. And every time I would rewind it to try and find a different clue, it would play those same fucking noises. And if I if I paused it, if I played it, if I fast forwarded it, if I rewound it, it didn't matter. Once that noise started, it, it had to finish. And I was just like, oh my god. It's so loud. So, yeah. yeah. I, very, not, very buggy. I've only run into one audio bug where... Um, it'll ha- I don't even know what caused it, but I'll crash my car. Anytime I like ram my car into stuff, buildings, other cars, there's just zero sound. There's like, I still hear the streets. I still hear the motor, but the impact has no audio, <laughs> which is kind of strange. I, I crashed my bike so hard that I flew off of the bike. There wasn't like a fall animation or anything. It was just like I was standing up and then I just landed completely upright, like in the middle of the street. And I was just like, well, okay, then just walked back over to my bike, got on it, kept driving. <laughs> yeah. Dude, here, yeah. so here's the thing. When I, and I, I hate to compare it to GTA 5 because I, I think that that standard is super high because GTA had a lot of, they learned from GTA 3 and 4 and San Andreas. But, like, even though GTA 5 had a bunch of issues, like, with online when it first came out and the servers were shit, like, the single player was not buggy like that at all. Like, I don't even remember, like, I don't know, like, maybe there were some minor glitches, but I don't remember anything like what I'm seeing with Cyberpunk at all. Like, nothing at all like that with 5 or or with 4, to be honest. Like, I don't know. And, And there was, like, a... I don't know, I think they had like a patch that fixed like a list of bugs and stuff like two days after it came out. And then after that, like I don't, outside of the online thing being kind of a shit show at first, I I just don't remember, I don't remember there being that many bugs. 
And to me, it's kind of, it's strange for a single player game to be that buggy. To me. I don't know. Maybe my standards are too high, but it just seems like... I don't know. The other thing is, too, does the... I don't even know what, what this is. If it's just like the scaling or... Like, does it feel like the buildings, even though they're tall, are actually small? Or is it just like the kind way of. the atmosphere feels? It feels like there's no space in that world. Like it's all like cramped together. And I know like that's supposed to be the vibe of some of the buildings, which I get that like when you're running around within a building. But I feel like driving around like it, it you once you go max speed, you like cross the entire map in like 10 seconds. It feels like I don't know. Everything feels like it just doesn't feel that big, I guess. Yeah, the outskirts of the city, which, like, this could just be a, because you can see farther away from you. I don't know. But, like, the outskirts of the city feel way bigger than, like, actually inside the city. Yeah. Like, I, I don't 100%. know if you've been out there yet. Yeah, the but, desert. Like, in, the, in the Badlands, it's, like, so, it feels so huge and expansive. Yeah, for sure. The desert feels, like, vast and massive. I think it's because, I mean, I don't know. There could be a multitude of reasons for it, but. I feel like a big part of it is that, like, most, if not all, of the fucking buildings in the city have nothing going on with them. Do they not? Like, I thought most of the stuff was supposed to be, like, explorable. Like, you could go inside most of the buildings. Or no, can, can you not? No. Not in my experience. I mean, at one point, I stopped to sell some items at, like, a shop because they have these little, like, fucking, basically, ATMs where you can sell things at. Yeah. And I noticed that there was, like, music coming from the building that I was next to. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, shit, this must be a building that I like, can go into and, and check out. And then I went, and the door is locked, the front door and the back door. But, like, there's music coming from inside of it. And it has, like, a little sign out front for whatever business it was. I don't fucking remember. And so I'm like, what the, like, what's, what's going on here? Like, there's music, like, I should be able to go in here, but there's not. And then I went back to my vehicle... And then I realized that it was just playing the radio, like one of the radio stations from inside the building to make it sound like there was stuff going on there. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing, honestly. Yeah. Like, Does Witcher feel like when you're playing The Witcher, because I never played The Witcher. When you're playing The Witcher, so do you much feel better. like the world is like way more explorable? Way more. Way more. It's so much better in terms of its open world component. The Witcher, in terms of its open world, is a million times better than Cyberpunk right now. And to be fair, Witcher was also on release. Like, people don't really, like, talk about this too much because Witcher ended up being such a great game. But Witcher on release was kind of fucking awful. It was horrendously optimized, just like Cyberpunk is. It was fucking buggy as all hell, just like Cyberpunk is. Like... It had a lot of the same issues, and it was after, like, several, several, several patches that it became, like, one of the best games of all time. Also, the free DLC that they came out, which they did say that they were going to do free DLC for Cyberpunk 2. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. The open world aspect in, in Witcher was so much better. Like, you could go in almost every single building. It feels like it's been inversed, basically. Like, it, feel, it felt like in, in Witcher... Like, as long, as long as you were out in the country anyways, once you got in the city, it got, the ratio got fucked quite a bit. You could still go into a lot of the buildings, but not all of them. 
But like out in the country, you could go into like every single fucking building, damn near. Yeah. Like actually, you could go. You could walk into people's houses while they were sleeping and just rob them, and then just walk out, and they'd be none the wiser because they were just passed out in their fucking beds. Like, so much better for open world stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I again, I, I hate to make these comparisons because uh, I I just don't play a lot of single player games, but like. Red Dead Redemption feels very like vast yeah. and huge. Yeah. And the plane, like when you see like a planes, it's like, dude, you actually run far to get across the planes. And then like it, it feels like every house you can go into, um, but like you can't in in Red Dead, but it gives you the illusion that most of them by get like like they let you in just enough of them in Red Dead to make it feel like you are free and going into anything you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Cyberpunk kind of... I mean, uh, Grand Theft Auto V does not let you go into a lot of places, actually. It's, like, actually super limited when it comes to going inside buildings. You know uh, what I think a big part of it might be compared to GTA, though? Mm. G- GTA has huge fucking streets. They have huge I think that's streets. Part yeah. of it. They have the big streets, streets in Cyberpunk are, feel so fucking ramps they're super small one lane this part of the city it's like three lanes and i'm like this is a this is not realistic and b this just feels so fucking like awful it just feels bad yeah what do you what do you think about the skill tree and the talents though like the shit that you can do Mm. like your mantis arms and like the weapons and stuff the hacking with tab. Yeah. So I'm planning on doing a second playthrough where I go a lot more into the like intelligence and hacking. Did you type beat it stuff. already? No, 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 no. Okay. I haven't beat it yet. I'm only like, I think if if whenever you go to your like inventory, they have like a thing at the top that shows you like progression on how much Johnny is like taking over. Um, well. No spoilers, I suppose. But there's like there's like bars. Right. Okay. Of like what I assume is completion. Not bars, numbers. There's like numbers of what I assume is completion. There's like three different ones. I don't know what they're in reference to specifically, but I'm assuming it's telling you essentially like uh, how close to the end of the game you are. And I think I'm at like thirty percent. So I, I'm not even really close to beating the game. Um so yeah. But I, I'm gonna. Do, I'm planning on doing a second playthrough where I go more intelligent stuff. This the trees seem interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, not special though. I I would say they're they're interesting, but not special. Like it's nothing I haven't seen before. Basically, right. Like fucking Dead by Daylight has like the same exact system, damn near. Where it's like a spider web of like. Hey, you gotta get this before you get this, and you gotta get a certain level before you can get that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's a solid system, but yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, uh, do you recommend? Oh, do you I'll, recommend it? Like, would you recommend people buying it, or should they wait? I, I would say, if you like a good story, and if bugs aren't gonna take you out of said story, get it. If you either A, don't care much about story, or B, care about story, but bugs will, like, take you out of it, 
don't get it. Wait for it to be patched, wait for it to be fixed, and then pick it up like on sale like next year. Because yeah. it'll be once they fix the bugs, the story will be so good that I, I would recommend pretty much anybody buy it. But right now it's like the bugs are so fucking bad that it's like you can't even I can because it doesn't bother me, but I know there's a lot of people that can't get into the story because you go through a cutscene where you're eating some ramen with your best friend and dude, he has infinitely spawning chopsticks. That's one of my favorite, dude, where he just suddenly <laughs> has 10 pairs of chopsticks in his hand every time he eats. That shit's funny. Dude, I... uh, Oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you a very important <laughs> question and, and now it's gone. It's too bad. Um, but what I will say is if you enjoy the open world aspect of Cyberpunk, dude, you seriously, you have to play Witcher. Like, legitimately. You have to. Because the, the, not only is the story, like, A tier, just like Cyberpunk is, the open world part of it is so much better. It's so, so much better. Yeah. So if you're having fun just exploring the open world in Cyberpunk, you're, you would have a goddamn blast doing it in witcher honestly i remember what i was gonna say I, I watched a video that was published eight years ago that was the original or one of the original teasers for cyberpunk which by the way the original teaser apparently came out in 2012 which is kind of crazy mm -hmm. but um it's funny because it's popping up in people's youtube right now you know especially if you like if you look watch any cyberpunk videos or anything it's like it's recommended to you because it has so many views but um, the comments in there that are recent are really funny. Some like there was someone that was like, uh, uh, like just normal stuff. Like I can't believe how long ago this was. That's crazy. Like someone, <laughs> someone said, when I first watched this eight years ago, I was eight years old, and now I have grandkids. <laughs> then <laughs> someone said, holy shit! Eight years ago, when I first saw this, I was fat. And now I'm still fat. <laughs> I just, like just these random ass comments. And then another person was like, Cyberpunk 2077. Who would have known that Cyberpunk was the name 2077 was the release date? <laughs> it was funny. Dude. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah, fucking one of the things that irks me the most about the game, and I know people have talked about this a lot, you can't change your fucking hair. Oh. Like, There's ever no or after way, the initial screen? No. After you select what your character looks like, there's no way to change it. Which, let's talk about the fact that that makes no goddamn sense. You're in the future where you have, like, augments. You're telling me I can't change my face if I want to? That seems a little silly, but let's go even more basic than that. There's no way to change your hair. Well, I also And to can't. let you know how stupid that is, you could do that in The Witcher. You could go to barbers in cities and change your hairstyle. In fairness, in IRL, I also can't change my hair, so. Yeah, I mean, same, but. You know. Um, like, yeah. just simple shit like that. It's like, how did you forget? Because I'm assuming they had to have forgotten. That's just weird. <laughs> they forgot. I don't know. It's who who knows. Did you want to talk about uh, before we get to the comments because it was dropped this week the Crimson Desert trailer? I haven't watched it. You want to watch it together right now? Then 
You want to do a live? We'll get a live reaction from Reslar. It's five minutes. It's 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 sure, pretty interesting. Well, do you have, do you have to go, or you you got to get out of here, or what? I I don't have to go. I'm just I feel like I'm about to die of starvation. But yeah, let's watch it. Oh, dude, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll live. You'll live. You guys have uh, potato chips in the house, don't you? God knows I have enough reserves, but it's just I don't. Yeah, I I feel it. It hurts. All right. Well, what would be the the best way to experience this together? Do you want to listen to it through? I'll the just stream? watch wanna... it on your stream. Okay. All right, so I'm going to play the audio and everything for this. So yeah. here we go. This is the Crimson Desert trailer. Let me remove this so you can see clearly. Crimson Desert trailer. Oh, my stream. Okay, hold on. You might want to stream it through Discord because I'm way behind, apparently. Oh, okay. Here, let me stream through Discord. I just don't know. And I just... Why, why am I so far behind? I just restarted my Twitch, too. The fuck? Let me know if this works. Let me know if you hear music. Um... Once I hear music. I don't hear music yet. Okay, now I do. Did you hear that? Okay. Alright, here we go. So this is, again, according to them, this is all in-game footage. Not... Which means it's going to be mostly cinematics from in-game footage. Because <laughs> right. that's what every company does. Here we go. Reslar's live reaction to Crimson Desert. In-game footage. Oh, that poppin's still there. I see it. <laughs> I saw that. You couldn't hide it from me, Perlipus. It looks so bad, like when you look really far off in the distance. I think it There's looks like so a point. Good. There's like a point where it goes from super realistic up close the like super bad way in the back <laughs> there's like just a distinct line it's really funny oh that shot looks good Ooh, is this uh this almost looks like tariff it did right a little bit yeah it kind of reminded me of tariff a little bit is that Musa with the shield <laughs> oh dude that oh my god that desert looks so good that why can't desert our desert good. look like us I know that desert looks look good. like that this wind Fuck. and the leaves on the ground too dude Ugh. our desert's so boring compared to that that desert had so much character Well, still BDO hair, is. right? The hair is exactly BDO. Oh, yeah, yeah, Second, I think I'm gonna get a nice spinning slash when I see it. <laughs> right? They got the sparks. I always like the sparks. I'm, I'm fine with the sparks. 
Oh, got the Oh, got I like how there's like frame rate is so unstable. Yeah, the frame rate's not great. God damn. Oh, you can actually see the UI in this one. It looks like a placeholder UI, because the health bar on the bottom left is so simple. Oh god damn, getting fancy. Oh Jesus Christ! Alright, found the ranger. Found the ranger. Oh god, puzzles? Video players won't be able to play this. Oh my god, that frame rate is so bad. Dude, you're gonna Jesus be able to Christ. swing and climb, dude. Restar sounded like he was drowning again, I know. Dude, look at this. This is what they need to do to fix Siege. Make the buildings destroyable. I don't know, dude. I kind of hope you can, because this shit looks yeah. insane. You made such an abrupt turn right there. That looked so bad. <laughs> hey, is that, uh... Is that the bitch from Black Desert? What's the mage bitch? What's her name? Fun. Fucking Lesra or whatever. Lesra, Jack says. Yeah. There. Dude, I, I, yeah, I'm with, I'm kind of with uh, Jax on this one. If five percent of that in-game graphics are real, I'm in. <laughs> I am not kidding, dude. If even 5% of that is real, dude, I'm I'm hyped. And I kind of like that it has, and I know you hate this comparison, but it has like the For Honor slash Dark Souls style combat with a little bit of it's hybrid. It's just like Dark Souls. It's just like Dark. It has a hybrid of that <laughs> and BDO. It like looks like BDO, but with more, well, maybe more like BDO slash Assassin's it Creed. It looks like they took BDO's combat and then added, like, the impactfulness that you need for, like, a successful combat in a single-player game. Again, like, that thing that Cyberpunk is missing from its combat. That, like, every hit, like, wallops and the enemy, like, feels it. And it, in turn, you feel it, you know? Ooh, Which, first... like, is also missing from BDO because you can't really do that in BDO because it's, you know, PvP. This is our first time on the show, but Garmoth in 13 minutes. Jesus Christ. I know the show's gone long. I'm sorry. Uh, should we get started on the comments? Yeah, let's make it quick. <laughs> All right. 
get over to the Garmoth's nest. Okay. Do you want me to? You want no, me to go through them, or you got, got it? Got a boss alt over there. We good, dude. I practiced reading during the event. I practiced my speed reading, dude. It was, it was crazy, dude. I learned a lot. And you're still that bad. <sighs> yeah. Basically. All right, we got a lot of comments on this one. Oh, my favorite part of wanna, the event was that. Do you want to scan through? Oh wait, no. Are we good? You got any baddies? Oh no, it looks like we're my, good. My favorite thing about the event, about you trying to read, was that I, for some reason my stream was like 10 seconds like behind yours on like watching the stream. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> a couple times you like couldn't read it and you're like, what did that say? What did that say? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh yeah okay so starting off spec chang says keep up the good work thank, thank you. you yeah thank you very much nayashi says office chat is a good feature Reslar just isn't an officer yet <laughs> xt <laughs> true he's talking about the in-game officer chat that we're getting um mm. zoe logic says imagine fighting a wizard and you have to watch out for the piss water xt P.S. The horse training, they are getting us ready for the revamp trading system. We're about to trade with players from other regions through some type of economic balance. I don't know about that, but they did, they did mention during the ball that they were gonna, they're looking into um, the trading stuff because it's kind of outdated. Stretch this out so it's only in the comments. Um, yeah, they did say they were gonna do something to make trading more interesting and, and or buff it, so that should be kind of cool. Yeah, Garmoth is a special guest of the podcast today. Humanidae <laughs> says, this will be a shorter episode. Two hours, 45 minutes, 56 seconds. I guess that was a lie again. I mean, technically, if it's under three hours, it is a shorter episode. Yeah. Uh, Blarix says, great podcast, but is there a way you guys can upload it a bit quicker to Spotify? Usually shows up Spotify four days late. You're a rat, Blarix, right? Why are you trying to get me in trouble? I that's frosty. That's, that's my bad. It usually because it, it gets sent to me when I'm doing something and then I completely forget that that's on me. But yes, yeah, so I, I will I will do a better job of uploading it to Spotify and iTunes. And as a reminder, the podcast is on iTunes. So if you want to subscribe with your iPhone or if you still use a an iPod, you can do that. Just go to iTunes. You have to search for the whole thing. I cannot figure out how to get tags to work. And I tried submitting a ticket to them and they said I have to call them. And I was like, why do I have to call you on the phone? What year is it? It's very weird. So, <laughs> uh, it, yeah, if you search the value pack podcast with the space in between each, you'll, you'll be able to find the show on iTunes, but it's also on Spotify, um, Castbox, and SoundCloud. So a bunch of different ways to listen to it. Um, the Misassin says maybe it's because New region is coming soon. That's why they buffing horse speed. And then edit one. Witcher 3 is the greatest way you make a game as well as treat customers. I have played almost all the side missions and I have all Grandmaster Witcher gear for all schools. Do, do you feel like the Witcher 3 devs treated their customers well? Do you agree with that? Um, yeah. I mean, they did free DLC. Uh, that's pretty dope. They came out with like a really high quality game. That's better than most companies. Uh, I'd say, yeah. Right. Uh, costumes, pets, fucking fairy rerolls being exclusively real money gambling, and this is the line seems kind of weird. I think that's at you. Talking about the, uh, the tag thing. 
Yeah, I suppose this is just, like, the most blatant. Like, I don't know. Like, again, to to try and point out what I was trying to say last week, like, it's just the most obvious, in my opinion, of, like, any anything they've ever done. Because it's literally one week, hey, here's the gear tagging system. Uh, we know there's an inconvenience. We'll deal with that later. And then the next week, hey, we fixed that inconvenience for you. Uh, give us your money. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It, it It's so much more blatant and just feels so much more scumbaggy. But yeah, it, like any of those other things as well, you could use as a as a as a good example of what scumbag business scumbag business practices look like. Uh, Manada <laughs> says, "Well, to be fair, Rezar complained since Desert Costume release. He even made a video." Gillyc, um, I did. Filler up premium said, "Sorry, Mr. Comment. I came back." Uh, MP Pot. New house, everything is falling into place. It's true, dude. It's true. Um, I also got the Sherkin pot piece super fast, so I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm one third of the way through the HP pot. I just uh, yeah. Some struggle never people. I'm also the the new move in date is December twenty second, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, it doesn't get changed. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, Dust two also said, "Yo, not having played." Uh, the Witcher 3 is a disgrace. Rectify that shit ASAP. I don't know, man. Based on uh, Cyberpunk, I probably shouldn't ever play anything by this developer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, got, I, I have a, hard, a really hard time getting into single-player games. It's the only thing. Um, I, I really think you'll, you'll enjoy it, honestly. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Astra says, I love all the back and forth about BDO story. I personally enjoy it, and there are some funny, cute, and etc. dialogues. Um, I just rerolled to Tammy and am doing all the quest lines and reading them. Would be nice if the storytelling wasn't complete garbage, though. Keep up the great podcasts. P.S. Witcher 3, best yeah. game of all time. That was another thing that they did mention that they're trying to do more like audio for, yeah. for the cutscenes remember- of the story. I actually, so, you know how I did that stupid fucking swimming to goddamn Port Rat video? Yep, mm-hmm. That was awful and took me, like, three hours or some shit. And then I did the taking a wagon from uh, the event area, Termian event, to Arahaza. Yep. I don't know if you ever saw that one. That yep. was the sequel. So there was going to be uh, uh, another sequel, a treacle, if you will. Uh, where I go through the entire Black Desert Online main story and read every piece of dialogue on my uh, on my shy, and I literally there's a reason that video never came out because I got 40 minutes in and I have never felt a stronger urge to blow my own brains out than 40 minutes deep into reading every single line of the Black Desert main storyline. And yeah. I gave up on that video idea immediately. I mean, I'm with you, dude. I, it's, it's too much. Like, I actually don't even think that the story is bad, even though I have no real knowledge on it, because the people that go through the whole thing say that they're, it's fairly interesting and it's actually a pretty decent story and there's a lot of cool stuff to it, but it's just, I can't read that much dialogue. It's so long. Like, it's like a book. 
Like it needs yeah. to be cinematics and cutscenes and stuff that just have talking. And also, it's like, man, the other thing is that the lore seems so cool whenever people talk to me about it. Like, whenever I talk to people who know the lore and they're, like, talking about it, it seems so interesting. But it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think a big part of the how they tell the story also has to do with, like, it's like, it's always just characters saying stuff at you. Which is a big a big part of it. Like, I don't know, like, natural writing does not exist in this game. It's all just, like, exposition! And then you go to another NPC, exposition! It's just like, fuck, dude. It's so painful to read. Um, Garmoth in four minutes. Dancing Sword says, the officer chat is a great addition. Why base your game off what Discord can do? Not every officer wants to have to use Discord for shit like that. Officer here, this is so convenient. Yeah, Rezlar was just being a curmudgeon, dude. Lord X says, Officer Chat makes more sense for console players. On PC, you can alt-tab where we have to use another device. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I always find it interesting how a console... It, it's funny, because it's like... It feels so barbaric to play on console. <laughs> like, it's so, like... They have so yeah. many like limitations. Like you don't have your chat app open. You don't. You literally have to have like your phone or a laptop near you while you're playing on your console. So you have Discord or voice chat or, or Twitch or whatever. It's kind of interesting. How does how does Discord not have like a console like app thing that you know. can like run in the background? You know how does that not exist? Do they not? I don't. I don't know that they don't have that. I've never heard of it, and I, I feel like I, I would have at some point if that existed. Discord, get on that. I gave you that idea for free. Next one's going to cost you. Yeah. Um, Hattery Hanzo says, still waiting for a tier list, bro. Soon. Yeah, dude, we have a new class We're going to get to on. work. <laughs> right after Hashishin comes out, we'll do it. <laughs> We're gonna get to work on yeah right. We're gonna get, probably get to work on it uh, after the two year anniversary and yeah once once Nova comes out I suppose we're not gonna wait too long for Nova. The issue is we waited too long for Hash. We'll probably wait. Let's say you know what, let's let's set a date in stone right fucking now. Not a date but a day. Two weeks. After the Awakening Succession comes out yeah, two for weeks. Nova. Within that two weeks. Two, like the two weeks is the deadline for the release of the video. Yeah. It's guaranteed two weeks after Awakening Succession for Nova comes out, there will be a video if there isn't one already. Yeah. I'm setting a day right now. It's gonna happen. If we're gonna make it happen. It's gonna happen. Because we can't keep fucking doing this. Zegel says they actually made the single Gear copy thing pearl only. Now I'm mad. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I'm not. I didn't feel how Reslar feels, but it is annoying. It's like, dude, seriously? Like, really? I don't know. It's just kind of wild to me. Um, really, really wild. Max Stilbo says I'm really considering tagging a Tamer Awakening, but everyone says she's terrible at PVE. I also see some. Videos of Tamers pulling good trash loot numbers, so I'm kind of confused. By the way, really enjoy the podcast. Um, Tamer is tedious to grind in PvE, but it's still it's still solid in PvE. It got enough buffs that it actually is relatively efficient at 
at most grind spots. Uh, Sacrea, I think, is one of the places where it's really good because you don't have to rely on pulling, and Tamer isn't super good at pulling. It doesn't have a quality pull ability, it doesn't have any ranged abilities. You're basically using Whiplash near packs, and a lot of the time risk, um, because you're too close, you risk the pack actually just um, not, you know, doing an attack before moving to you, so... That's the issue with it, but it, it does enough damage. It's been buffed enough that it does enough damage. It's AOE. It's just you have to wait for the pulls to be precise, and then once the pulls are set up properly, like you actually do kill fairly quickly. All right, is this where you get your Garmoth heart? Like you Dude, did your Bells? Dude, the trifecta, man. Fucking Karanda heart, Bells heart, and Garmoth heart. Let's go. Back to back to back. Let's go. Let's go, Garmoth. I hope, dude. I hope. Um, let's see. Never Famous says, still play Diablo 2 time to time. The season servers are still a thing. Actually, most of the player base plays ladder. Of course, ladder is ruined um, by bots, though. Why are there still bots on ladder in that game? Bots, you need to retire. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are bots still playing Diablo 2? Oh my god. Ruined by bots, though. You'll be in 3 to 5k QQ just to make a game in ladder on Diablo 2. That's how many bots are running 24-7. Uh, none ladder is just all bots. Private duel games, basically, you fight, f uh, or you might find pub duel games, but expect hackers running mods. <laughs> Why? Why? Why are people still in that game using bots and hacks? It doesn't even make sense. Um, yeah, that's fucking wild. I mean, why do people, why do people use bots and hacks in the first place, man? It's, in, it's in, weird. In, yeah, in any game. But, like, why a 20-year-old game, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're playing a 20-year-old game for nostalgia. Why, why are you in there hacking? It's weird it's super super weird um uh, da, 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 da. razor chicken says the officer chat thing was probably done by a new dev or intern which just got a small job to get used to the underlying code of the company environment <laughs> i like that yeah <laughs> probably this is just an intern like hey we're gonna give you a small meaningless task let's see if you can complete it and if you can, we'll keep you around. <laughs> um, uh, Ian, or Ian says, business businesses not having an intention to charge you, it doesn't make sense. People trying to add morals to business most come out the loser. I think I get what he's saying. Like, if you, basically, like, it is a business, and you have to accept that it's a business, and if you try to add morals to it, you're the one that's just going to end up losing. I get the scent, the philosophy on it. But business has to have some form of morality or else people won't give you their business. So it's kind of a... Like, I see what you're saying, but... Yeah. Morality does matter to business because morality... The morale of... The morality... Sorry, not morale. The morality of the business itself will affect the business because customers will decide not to shop there anymore if they feel that they are being disrespected. Which is exactly what happened to BDO when they released the value pack and then the costumes and then yada yada yada. Basically every time they introduce more pay to win shit people leave. So yes, but also no. Um, Tim says, at Reslar, lo and behold, the refined Marnie fuel is pearl only. Totally agree about your penny-pinching sentiment. It just seems so greedy that it's probably the reason it was not announced. Uh, they knew people who aren't complete shills would recognize how insane it is. 
That feels like an insult at me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they definitely hit it, which just shows how much they they knew that what they were doing was scumbag. They, they, they knew enough that what they were doing was wrong that they tried to hide it. I mean, that's essentially what that is. Um, Travis7067 says, At an hour, 7.33, ah, Rizzler and Frosty's two-year anniversary. Heart, also, I agree, it won't, but why do you think BDO will never be an eSport? I don't think... I, here's the thing. I don't even think that this is necessarily just a BDO thing, and I know WoW tried it, and it was just... WoW was so popular and so huge that it kind of worked a little bit, but due to MMOs just... Every MMO, for some reason, tries to make it an eSport, and it's just... Being an eSport is very, very hard and a huge investment, and, like, they almost need to come up naturally. Like, somewhat naturally. Like, StarCraft did not become an eSport because it was the devs. Like, it became an eSport because people started playing it competitive, competitively. Smash Brothers, same thing. Dota, same thing. Like, League piggybacked off of Dota and basically no offense to Dota fans, but made a game that was more accessible and arguably better. And that's why it worked. But like just designing it as an eSport by design, like a lot of the times just backfires. So I just don't think, I don't think MMOs yeah. lend themselves to eSports either. They just kind of don't. The, the perfect example of forcing eSports to me has always been Heroes of the Storm. Because Heroes of the Storm had Blizzard money behind it. It also had, you know, Blizzard, who has StarCraft, one of the most, if not the most successful competitive, like, eSport in the world, you know, except for maybe until, like, League of Legends came around and then maybe Fortnite yeah. for a time. Um, and then also, like you said, WoW. Like, they made WoW. I mean, I know WoW eSport isn't, like, huge or anything. I don't know. Is it even still around? These days it's it is, small. Right? Like, they have, like, a competition at BlizzCon, but it's so small now. It's not... Yeah, so, like, but still, like, you have guys, you have a company that has the money to back up the things that they do, and they have the knowledge to do it right, and it still failed, because they tried to, like, force it, and the game just didn't allow for a competitive scene to happen. So you just can't force it. It's gotta happen naturally. I think this game will never have a competitive eSport part to it, because, A, the player base is too small, and B, the balance is too whack. I mean, I'm not on board with the balance thing because the balance in all these esports is really, really bad. A lot of the time, except for like Counter Strike and stuff, where you're basically playing mm. on the same things. But league balance is insanely wild. But here's the thing: league, league has league has like 170 characters. So the fact that like fucking 30 of them are insane and 30 of them are unusable at any given point in time is irrelevant because there's fucking 30 of them. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but some of them are like nah, I mean, I don't know. You literally see the same ones played all the time and if you basically don't main some of these same ones it's like, it's rough. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think balance is the reason. If it was supposed to be an esport, then obviously like balancing would have to be something that was more important and dire. Like Right now, it's just an MMO, so the balance is less important and not really changed that much. I, I don't think balance is a reason. It literally is like, I, again, I, I really think that an eSport has to come up kind of naturally. It's really like, I feel really strongly about that. It has to happen organically. It can't be forced. Like, even yeah, StarCraft, even like, StarCraft 2, 
even StarCraft 2, like Blizzard forced it so hard and like while it still kind of has a scene, it's nothing like what Brood War was. And when it was like at its peak, it was like for such a short time. It was for such a short time. Like Brood War like literally happened under Blizzard. Like Blizzard had no idea that this was going on and then it just like blew up. And then Blizzard got involved and it was like, okay. And then once the Blizzard prize money ran out, then it just shrunk. So I don't know. I don't but, know. So let me ask you this though. Yeah. Do you not think that it, it is hard for a competitive like scene to grow naturally if the player base does not feel that the game is like well balanced? I mean, I, I can only speak from my experience, but in in like league the player base doesn't feel it's balanced. In StarCraft Brood War, the player base always complained about balance. There was literally like two years of just domination of one race. So uh, I don't think that that is the only thing that dictates it. I think well, that it's not now, the only thing, but I think it's a, it's a factor. I mean, it might be a factor, but it's just like people just think about balance so much now. Whereas like, I don't know. I didn't get a hard. Well, everyone's no an trifecta. armchair game developer these days. No trifecta. This game sucks. <laughs> I didn't even get I didn't get anything this is rough I hate Garmoth um, I got some black stones and some gold bars people dwell I don't know man I actually also think the thing is with balance is like now that people know the word balance and they think about balance like everyone talks about balance so much and everyone's idea of what is or isn't balanced is also insane I don't know so I don't I don't know I don't know how much it affects yeah. it, but I just don't think I really don't think an MMO could really be. It'd have to be like a fighting game with no gear progression and no. It'd have to be from scratch, like designed a fighting game and then naturally become an MM or a, an esport. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna touch on next. Is that progression is like a huge part of why I don't think it can be an esport because like. It, progression, I feel like, naturally says you can't really be like competitive because people are going to be on different levels. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to be on different levels. And let's say if you're like, if you're like some prodigy that's like going to be the best in the world, are you really like you have to spend half your time grinding instead of like actually practicing PvP? Seems kind of like people in in. Smash Brothers are not leveling up their Pikachu in their off days. Yeah. You know? So then you you might say, well, you can just do trial characters, and then I'm going to counter with no one's going to play a fucking eSport with trial characters because they're goddamn awful. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. If, if there was, like, a 1v1 ladder at the launch of BDO that had, like, equalized, then I could see maybe it, it have happened, but it, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Sixen says, "How cool would a two hundred and AP or two hundred eighty AP Asian themed grind zone with panda warriors be like the bamboo forest from the lawn teaser, which I think is around Port Rat?" I feel boy, like do we have news for you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, in two years, it sounds like something like that might be coming. Yeah, just wait two years, man. Although, Just two but, years of buying, two years of buying value pack, Merce palette, Camel blessing, old moon book, and whatever other shit they come out with. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
dumb, dumb muffin muncher <laughs> says, okay, so guardian <laughs> grab isn't a suicide button, but even if you use pre-awaken grab, which you should, dude, It has an annoying hop animation before you grab someone, giving them a chance to grab you first. As someone that does T2, 3, 4 node wars on EU, I just don't see that many suck whizzes in node war in EU. It's more like Sork Ninja server. Maybe because we only really have one to two real siege guilds, everyone else uses 60 mercs. Not that anyone on EU would disagree. Suck whiz is the most broken class this game has ever seen. The way PA does balance based on KD classes, maybe that's why they don't think it's OP. TLDR, Guardian Grab is trash, and PA won't nerf Wiz because it's an NA problem. Um, yeah, I just, I, I disagree that Guardian's Grab is trash. I know as a Guardian, you probably disagree. I also don't even agree that you should really be using the pre-awakened one. Um, I, I, one of the best duel, one of the better dueling Guardians, Amritat, like, can't stand the pre-awakened Grab and prefers the Awakening Grab for a bunch of reasons. One of the main ones being the bugginess of the pre-awaken grab that causes you to have uh, like do the entire grab animation when you miss, which is anyone who's ever used played a grab class before knows how irritating that is. Um, I don't know. The fact that the grab is super armored, yes, it's a slower grab and, and whatever. You have like so many other tools that you have like an okay, like a pretty decent grab that's protected for the whole thing, plus the rest of your kit. So I, I just don't really understand like the complaining on it. It's kind of strange to me. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind that Guardian is basically super armored 100% of the time that you're fighting them. So, yeah, the fact that there's a little shuffle you have to do before you grab someone, eh, don't care. <laughs> uh, Triconox... Uh, Triconnects says, as for grabs, I'd say those should be minimum 10 second cooldowns with no protection before uh, grab happens, but once you grab, it should be protected. Also, fuck warriors. They have such long arms when they do go for a grab, almost the same range as a lawn grab. Is warrior, is warrior grab range the same as a lawn? I don't think so. Nah, he's exaggerating. He's got a little bit of range, but it's not... It's not long. The only thing, the only thing that's weird in terms of the range of grabs is that Valk has little T Rex arms, and you have to be like so close to land the fucking Valk grab. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Also, like Warrior gets a gap close so quick. That's that's one of the things that makes their grab so strong. Like they're instantly on top of you if they want to be. Um. It's pride. This podcast, Rizzler's volume was a lot better, but yeah, my speaker isn't the best. Didn't mean any harm. Just thought it was funny because the volume would be good. Then Rizzler gets so excited and energetic. Haha. Ha. Guess I'll ask Santa for a premium speaker just for the podcast. No, I, I didn't mean to imply your speakers are trash, which they are. But if you have no <laughs> lows or low frequencies, it's Rizzler's voice is probably going to come through a little bit louder. I turned him down a little bit more. And uh, I'm hoping one day, maybe I got to buy Rosar on, on arm stand for his mic for Christmas so he could put it in front of his mouth so it doesn't deflect off his desk. We'll see. Uh, Bad Wizard says, finally managed to catch you guys live for the Calpheon Ball. Great stream. Thanks for clarifying what you meant by real girl with that drawing, Frosty. What a slim, <laughs> <laughs> what a slim figure she had. I wanted to make Nova for the season char, but I'm out. If you can't customize her appearance, keep up the awesome work, boys. Wait, why wouldn't you be able to customize her appearance? I think he's saying that because it's supposed to be like a the character? character. Yeah. No, they'll let. There's no way they wouldn't let you. 
customize. I think they're gonna let you, they're gonna let you customize your character because the thing is, is that the character isn't the character is the spirit that was locked within the shield that entered the nun in the cinematic, right? Right. So it's it, it's not that your your body is actually going to be some rando NPC's body. But the it's basically like the spirit has overtaken the body, right? So you're still gonna be able to customize your character. Almost definitely. I'm gonna ignore what Moose Assen just said in chat because it was so absurd. Ha Wyman says stratified on the podcast when? Uh dude, I'd actually love to have him on the podcast. He's a super cool dude. Um Silver Zico says they need to tell us if they're not going to nerf suck Wiz so we can all just make one and be equals. <laughs> I agree. I would love a grand announcement where they're like, listen, guys, we've heard your feedback. We're not going to do anything about it. If you want to be this powerful, just play the class. Dude, I, I talked about this when I was streaming before we started. Imagine how different of a conversation we'd be having today if they had actually come on stage and just said like, uh, we do have plans on nerfing Suck Wizard. Like, ju just that. And, like, you don't even have to elaborate. Just, we know a lot of you think Succession Wizard is a problem, and we're looking into ways to fix it. This just is, like that. This is for those who missed it, the drawing of the new class. Oh, no. I drew it myself. We also learned... <laughs> during face. the Cafe on Ball, we also learned that Frosty is... I think misogynistic it oh. has very strict definitions for what a real quote-unquote real woman is so yeah yeah Musa feel bad feel bad for that cosplaying girl Musa that was, we, had the lawn outfit we all feel that way about we meteor trust me you're not alone um no so that that was that was the internet trying to take me out of context i i was saying <laughs> that the lawn outfit would be attractive on a girl in real life and it just someone tried to take that and turn me into a monster <laughs> no, you, you specifically said real girl that would look so good on like a real girl all right and i everyone, did not have that everyone... i did not have that tone of, that would look so good like all creepy <laughs> Stop! Stop! All right, we're changing the. the this is over. This conversation. That's how over. I remember it, dude. You don't remember it. You were drunk. I was buzzed. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's it. The show's over. Uh, we are done. That's all the comments. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Please remember, we are doing an anniversary podcast next week. It's important. We want everybody there. We want uh, anyone who's ever joined us for a live podcast to join us. Anyone who's been there for community nights to join us. Um, if we have had you on the show and you are hearing this and you have not heard from us, reach out to us. We would love to have uh, anyone who's been on the show before, any guests, uh, come on at least for a little while to stop by and say hi, talk about your year yeah. in video. Um, all that sort of stuff. I think it'd be really, really fun. Just hang out for fucking like 15, 20 minutes, you know? Or hang out for the whole fucking thing. I don't care. Um and and that's all you wanna you wanna click also did you do did you go over the uh did you thank the patrons at the start? I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well thank you again, um, patrons, for anyone supporting us. The the people on the Patreon are fucking awesome. We appreciate your guys' support. Does not go unnoticed. So thank thank you guys a lot. That the that yeah. stuff means a lot to us because you guys going out of if your I, way is really, really cool. 
I know I mention it every show, but I don't really talk about it that much. Um, if you want to support us, you can obviously support our individual streams. You're probably either listening to this VOD, but if you're watching this live, you're obviously watching it on Frosty's Twitch channel. So obviously you can support our individual streams. If you want to just support the show as a whole, you can go to Patreon. The link is in the description of wherever you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on, on Spotify or whatever. I'm assuming you have descriptions there as well, Frosty. Yeah, so, yeah. It's my it's my name on it, but it goes to all of us. We we split it up. Um and if you want to if you want to support just the show in general, that's the best place to do it. Obviously, if you want to support us as individuals, you can go to each of our streams, uh twitch.tv/sofrosty, not Reslar and Nashies is Nashi underscore NA. And uh you can get certain rewards for doing the Patreon. Uh I think it's Five dollars to get your name at the bottom left. That's what those names are. So if you do five dollars, it's you get your name on the bottom left. Uh, Ten dollars is the shout out that we do at the beginning of every show. So uh, yeah, uh, thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon, whether you're 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 ten dollars or one dollar or whatever. We appreciate it a lot. Um, shout out to Nayashi. Hopefully you're feeling better, brother. I'm guessing he's not feeling that much better, considering he never made it to the show. So hopefully he feels he feels better soon. Um, like Frosty said, if you've been on the show before as a guest and you haven't heard from us, get in contact with us. Uh, we're trying to make next week special because it's our two-year anniversary. Hopefully you guys look out for it. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next week for the two-year anniversary. Bye.